Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast is brought to you in part by the Lifetime Movie Club, the ultimate streaming destination for Lifetime movie lovers. Choose from 100 movies at any time with new movies rotated in weekly to keep things fresh. And you can watch anywhere on your favorite device. As a bonus, listeners of this podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls to start your free month now. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S. Welcome to Season 3 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. It's important, my darling boys, to reflect on the world at large at a time like this. That's why I brought you to Africa, the birthplace of mankind place where we can feel a greater rhythm. You're not going to start quoting Lion King again, are you? Okay, guys. Episode 2, Season 3. I brought back someone that we've had before. Her name is in the episode title, probably. So, hi, Blair Bursey. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Okay, so I was not originally going to do this movie second. And in fact, I wasn't really going to do it at all because I'm not affected by royal fever, personally. Mm. I, I I love Diana. I remember her growing, or I remember her dying when I was growing up so well. Right. Because my aunt was like a huge Princess Diana stan. She looked just like her in the 80s when my aunt was anorexic. That's what she'd always say. <laughs> I look just like Diana. Um, and she did look like her. Um, super beautiful. Actually, a lot more like troubled than I had realized for a really long time. And they kind of touch on that in the movie, which yeah, they I do. like. Because yeah. people have been talking lately about how... Diana, a lot of people thought she was like borderline or bipolar or something. She was seen to have some sort of there was mood a, disorder right. of sorts. Those are the things that I've heard, the labels I've thrown, heard thrown out. I'm not here to diagnose a dead woman. <laughs> right, right. But um, I, you know, view, grew up viewing her as like a saintly presence. And when uh, the royal wedding was coming up for Harry and Meghan, Everyone I was like in meetings with there, I was like, you know, are you watching the wedding? And they'd be like, I don't know why I care, but I am. And I said, honestly, I think that like there's this inherent thing where people care because it's Diana's sons. Like, as, True. you know, with William and with Harry, it's not like we're watching like princess blah, blah, blah of wherever. Right. Beatrice. Like, I don't care about Pippa. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like even Pippa is like a, a tabloid made celebrity. Yeah. Right. Um, but I was watching, I was going through Snapchat or Instagram the day after the wedding and you were crying yep. on your page. And I was like, why is she crying? And like, here I am, like a hater. I didn't even watch the wedding. So like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I was surprised to see you Me. were crying watching the wedding because you're not like, yes, you're a sentimental person. You're a softy, but I didn't think you'd be like tuning into the royal wedding and crying. Yeah. I, I asked you why. And you, what, what did you say? Well, the cultural importance of not, and I will make this very clear. I don't feel like people need to be recognized by the crown. I have no like 
interest. The Crown's like co-sign doesn't mean a lot. Right. It doesn't mean right. anything. That's like a fake title. It doesn't mean anything. I don't think that Megan being like ushered into the family is the big deal. I think the big deal is that there's visibility. Right. And I think for the first time ever that young girls coming up don't have to rely on like princess tiana yeah and that's like their one thing or or now black panther like that's it we've had a good year and i was just like i cannot believe that within this dumpster fire of a year that i get to see something so beautiful and then get to see all of her friends which weren't like randos like you were saying like random duchess and like luanda seps is literally the like one countess that i would care about but everybody else i'm like i don't care about these corpses yeah with their like big hats but then i see serena and like the the girl what's her name trojan the one from pretty little liars like oh, Troy and Belisario. Yeah. Like the suits cast. And so I'm like, this is actually yeah. something that I'm happy to watch. I wasn't expecting to be that moved, but watching, knowing all the drama, knowing that her dad couldn't come, then didn't want to come, then physically couldn't come. Yeah. And then seeing her mom there and witnessing pretty much like the blackest thing to happen to the royal totally. palace that I was in. I was like sold and I ju- it felt like I was witnessing a moment in history and not one of those that are, it's like imprinted in my memory in such a negative way. So right. I was moved. I was happy. And I had kind of been like, igno- I was aware of the fact that Meghan Markle was mixed. Mm-hmm. I knew she was from, or I knew she was an actress who was on suits, but I had kind of been like avoiding just, I just didn't care. Yeah. Like there's so much to, to keep up on right now mm-hmm. that like, I was like this one, I can categorically just like file it under, I don't give a shit. Right. Um, but then watching this movie, I realized that not only were there so many things that I knew about her that I hadn't really taken in, but there's like a lot there with Megan Markle. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching some interviews of her and there's something like, it was an interview of her on like, not Corden. Uh, what's the other late, late one? Um, uh, British guy. Oh, um, Craig yeah, Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Thank you, Sam. Craigie Ferg. Uh, and he had her on, and he, she was so, like, there's just something royal about mm-hmm. her. Like, she, she has a regal vibe. Yeah, she really does. Like, she's obviously, like, highly intelligent. And, like, I assumed, like, I just didn't assume she'd be so, I just don't know anyone like that. Yeah. I don't know anyone who is that well. Like she's a, for an actress, especially Spoken, she's like poised. poised. Yeah, yeah. She's very poised and she has like a lot going on off, off the top. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that you don't often see with like a celebrity interview no. is like someone who just has a lot going off the top and she's very like polished and well rounded. And I found that surprising just because especially her career path was, you know, deal or no deal model, which yeah. was like kind of a joke. I think for all of America for a long time, it was just yeah. like, here's this ridiculous show, a girl with a briefcase, with girls with 50 yeah. briefcases. Um, and then, you know, she goes to suits, which is also like a, a very watched show. Apparently, right. according to this movie, the most watched show in America, according to my godmother, her f- absolute favorite. And she's brilliant. And she's like, people suits is the suits. best show. People love. She's been suits. saying it for a long time. I'm embarrassed that I've never seen an episode. I mean, I don't know. I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm, I'm not thrilled about it, but I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, people love suits. And so I kind of just. I mean, I figured like, yeah, she would have to be someone special, but Harry was also always the wild card of the royal family, like the Nazi suit, for example, yeah, or the Halloween yeah. costume. Um, I'm surprised that she, like, now that I know I'm like team Megan and mm-hmm. I'm like, why was, she, why was she, why would she be down to marry that kid? It's bots, he botswanted her. Yeah, he botswanted her. That's yeah. what happened. And I think she, 
knew the way that I think she's one of those few actresses that doesn't dumb herself down and doesn't do the coy cute thing when she's in an interview. Right. And I think she appreciated that he's the royal version of that. Yeah. He's the royal, not bad boy in the sense that he does anything bad, but he breaks the rules and he keeps it real as real as he can. Yeah. As opposed to everyone else who just kind of falls in line. And I think it's probably also the fact that he doesn't have the pressure of being like an heir to the, like the throne basically in any sort of like, I think it would have to be like even Prince George dies before yeah. Harry would be considered a, a runner. He's the fifth in line, yeah. I think, uh, beyond like past his own four year old nephew, which is really weird. Um, he loves the kids. I know they're so cute too. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I noticed that this movie, they kind of like line up where they're at. We'll get there in a second, but we see like basically where they leave us is that like, or where they start us with Harry, rather, is he's still very much in like his party phase, which was quite a long phase for him. Something that was very public. And I think that he also was able to have that time being unsettled because he didn't have any sort of, I mean, like immediate, like, crowns no he didn't and i think he he got a bit of a break because william did so william fell in line so he at least the royals got or the firm or whatever they call the like people that put out the press releases yeah they had the ability she said they say this in the movie a couple times it's yeah the The firm firm. it's the well it'll come up but like um they had the press release prints yeah they could william and then william met kate and then they had kids and so during that time, Harry can while out. He can't yeah. go to Botswana. He can't. And if they wanted to release a press release and if he was cool with that, then they did. And if they didn't, he was, he joined the Air Force and he, you know, he did yeah. all the things that I feel like anybody else wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting stuff about the Air Force in here too. Yeah. But also with William, it's like he balded. Like he started to look a lot older a lot mm, sooner mm, too. Mm. You know what I mean? They did not do him kind in this movie. I was like, come on, guys. No, Just- but I mean, like, here's the thing is I think people forget that William was so fucking hot when we were growing up. Yeah. Like he was hot. Like, yeah. He was the dreamy prince. Yeah. And then. He was like on some Jonathan Taylor Thomas shit, like yeah. when he was like peak hot with like his his hair. Like when he walked by and his mom, he always says like, "I use my fringe to block my tears," and it's like that that swoop he had in his hair was like so hot. But he lost it all. Harry had the big come up. Oh my god, what a sleeper ginge! I, I know. Like I had never in a million years would I ever think I had, would have such lusty vibes. I know for him, and now. Yo, he's hot. There's something really hot about mm-hmm. him. Uh, the, the red hair is from the Spencer bloodline, which is the older bloodline. So his yeah. dad technically married up. I love that there, line. Yeah. It's, he drops that hot one on Megan and Botswana. Always, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things too in this that are like, that are just like, yeah, this is romantic, I guess. Like, this is like, <laughs> also like, this is like the last, like, it's a total fairy tale movie, yes. which is what I love. I love this because, yes. I, I'm genuinely excited about this movie too, which is good because Restless Virgins was great, but I didn't feel this like I'm coming home. Like I'm doing the thing I love. And like the thing I love about this podcast is just like that it always reminds me of what like a spiritual puppy I am that I could get so fucking excited about something every week. Like this is my favorite movie. It's the best movie in the whole world. And this was like while I was watching this, I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. I mean, granted also the last time I was on and we did, um, it wasn't until death to us. His part. secret family. No, we did the other one. The other oh. one that's the exact same thing with the other deaf sister. Um, it was till death do us part. 
Till, Till Death to Us yeah, yeah. That also was one of the craziest movies I've ever seen in my life. But I, that so, one, I, I wasn't me. excited to talk about it till you got here. <laughs> like, I was also a little bit like, I feel like this is a punishment movie. And like, and it was, but like in all the right ways, it wound yeah. up, by the way, like I told, I'm still like, I'm paying for the way that I talked about some of the house in that movie. Yeah. The Me? comments are like Molly's classist. And I'm like, no, like I'm not classist. Like they just put home goods, furniture in a fucking $5 million house. Look, jugs and it's, mugs. It's well, about, I'll never live it down. I honestly, it's about, it's about the set design. You guys, it's about movie set design. I have things from home goods. I said this in the last episode. I just felt so bad that someone's takeaway was that I was classist. I, no, the maybe take- I should stop worrying about it. Yeah, you should. Because like, that's feeding into it. But like, I just was like, that's insane that someone's takeaway is that like, I'm, they, they killed a dog guys. There were more important things happening right. in that movie. Yeah. Oh, jugs and mugs. So Megan and Harry. Um, so this movie is just, just great. And so I'm glad we're doing it because it is timely. And also mm-hmm. I've noticed you guys, I read the message books and, or the Facebooks and stuff. I read all the stuff and I know that you guys have been watching this movie and loving it. So I'm glad that we get to do it really just like bring it home for y'all so we have a little bit of a new scale as well i just want to tell you now okay a lot of things have changed for season two the imd message boards are gone oh yeah i regret i forgot the last time i was on here i was like the greatest film i've ever seen wasn't it like it was a quentin tarantino oh i'm so probably okay yeah i gotta do over this is i have a quentin tarantino tattoo okay Okay. like i have my own set of problems (laughs) so We're going to open on young Harry, William, and Charles in Africa. Um, and they're on a safari thing. Right. Okay. After Diana's death. We flash back to a young Harry at the, at the, uh, funeral the week before. He puts a note on the mom's casket that says mummy. So the dad takes him down and he's like, you know, giving some sort of speech. And when he goes, you're not going to start quoting the Lion King again, are you? Which is, Lifetime, like a little early to right. be like trying to stick in with a joke. I'm good on that. Um, and it, he basically, Harry's like, why did you make us walk behind the coffin? Right. Which is a good question. It is. And I guess like to me, I'd always take it for granted how much sense that made that they would have to do that. Was at the time, was there like talk about that being inappropriate? I have no recollection of it. I don't think I even watched her funeral. I yeah. know, like the first time I've seen the funeral was in this movie. It was a big, it was a big deal in my family. Everyone watched it. And I remember the talk of like stiff upper lip being like a big thing at the time where it was just like, that's the way that they're taught to behave is like, just, you don't cry. You don't show emotion. Ugh. Um, so he explained that the, he made them walk by the coffin because they have a duty to the country to set an example. And Harry's like, I don't want to set an example. So he runs off and he cries on a stump under a tree. And then we flash back to a clip of Diana, which is one of the couple I think we'll see in this movie. It might be the only one. Um, but the actress they hired to play Diana was great. I, that's in my notes. I have casting perfection and then die yeah That's, it's like really it's really good so wait you die or she died no like lady die oh okay. like oh. diana oh okay <laughs> i uh, died i died <laughs> and then uh, she died but i died first uh okay so let's play 238 to 340 good afternoon what are we having today your highness uh, these are for the queen's meeting with the privy council oh such a shame they look delicious. Uh, but perhaps if you're feeling peckish, we could arrange for something to be brought up. A hot dog. <laughs> a hot dog? Yes, please. With mustard and onions and relish. Right away, anything else? No, 
Thank you. You wouldn't want to be gluttons, now, would we? Mm. Couldn't you have we just asked for the pastries? I suppose. But where's the fun in that? What isn't it naughty? It's okay to be naughty sometimes. Just as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> I wish you didn't have to go. It's only for a little while. And you know I'm always with you. No matter where you are. Harry! It's not safe! Okay, so Harry's with the big ass lion now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so much for daydreaming. You look also, up in Africa, there's a goddamn lion. Casting. This movie has some of the best. little hen little Harry that we just saw, the adorable like pastry eating yeah. Harry. Adorable. Eat that eclair, little red head. You're adorable. <laughs> this one also cute. I know. These I know. Gingers. They did a great job. They did a great job with this. By the way, like if you're a young ginger actor, like this is the role of a oh, lifetime. This welcome. Is been, this is why your mom enrolled you. Yeah, this is happening. It's really cute though. And I do have to say that the shots in Africa, while I'm pretty sure they're all green screened, are really beautiful. Breathtaking. Really, really beautiful. So um Let's just touch on the Diana stuff. So obviously this is when Diana was about to leave. They're divorcing, right? right? And it seems weird that she would have to ask for a pastry in the house. I think she was being funny because she could see him like crawling right. under the table and like already being naughty. So she was, right. were, you know, they're kind of like whatever you want. Who eats mashed potatoes with a hot dog? I, you know what? British people. We let she it was happen. being bangers and mash. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it did seem it seemed like a strange choice. I love mustard with the hot dog though. Yeah. No, so. I'm down. I think she also was doing the whole like fuck it. Ooh, right. I'm cursing already. But like, you know, like she's like, I'm off my diet. Cause you know that was like a whole thing with them too. Like, you can't be Sarah Ferguson, you can't get fat, you can't do this, you have to look perfect. So she's like, Let's eat it. Let's do what we want. Why do they all eat Fergie again? Because, like, Fergie was, like, not liked as well. Like, not only was she a tabloid queen. I don't I don't know, but I just know that she was kind of, like, another one of those. Like, yeah. Like, blacklisted. One thing I want to really concentrate on is the depiction of Camilla in this movie. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That was, that was my second most surprising experience. Like, really experience. stunning for me. So, but yeah, this this uh, clip with Diana is interesting just because it sets right away a totally different tone. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is to be assumed is that this is the type of thing that Diana did with her boys that made yep. her more of a fun mom. But, like, right away to show her is sort of a... You know, like, lying's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be a little bit naughty. Like, right away, that's kind of setting us up for a, a different tone. Which right. Which also made me wonder if, like, that's why the Camilla thing was... She was portrayed pretty favorably, I felt, in this movie. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. The only one that comes off looking like a mess is Kate, a little bit. Yeah. She came off really poorly, which yeah. was shocking to me. By the way, this is my Lion King story. I've never seen the original Lion King. This is now what You've I You've never seen say. the Lion King? I don't do sad movies. Oh, yeah. It's really sad. Yeah, the horrible. So this is my new Lion King. Did you have to sit through Land Before Time? Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about That's that. That's what like ruined that. my life. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh-uh. I can understand. I would no. never go back either. No. Like I saw that way too young and it really fucked with me. Yeah. Horrible. So um, Harry is sitting there with a lion and then all of a sudden Charles rolls up on him and he's like, Harry, step back. And so Charles comes over with a gun to shoot the lion. Right. And right as he goes to shoot... Harry knocks the gun out of his hand. Right. Which, that could have gone a few ways. (laughs) 
could have gone. Yeah. Like, I really was like, that's a great way to get accidentally shot, Harry. Also mauled. Right. Like, your dad's popping off by yeah. a lion that's already pissed. Yeah. Y'all are in his home. And there was like a few, uh, you know, parallels you could draw there. Yep. Because the lion just trots off. And Harry obviously thinks this lion is his mother. Yes. Like, just... There's a mon like there's a what is it where it, it fades out from Diana's eyes straight into the lion. Oh, I did see so that. So it's like she's like, I will always be with you. Like while she, while he's like eating his like pastry, oh. and then it goes right like he wakes up and the lion's right there watching him. Oh, I'm so clueless. So I, I didn't realize. Like, I didn't realize your you're mom's right. A lion. So we see young Megan at home. She's playing with a black Barbie doll and a white Ken. White Ken is going to have dinner ready but by the time she gets home, which I love, of mm-hmm. course. And then she sees an ivory soap commercial. This is all true, by the way. This is actually, like, provable. I know. Yeah. So she uh, sees an ivory soap commercial, and she goes and tells her dad. Like, she's like, I don't like this. It makes it seem like this is a woman's job to cook at home. What does the dad say? He was like, well, she, I think she says something to him like, you, you wash dishes more than mom. And he was like, yeah, you got that right. Very blue collar. Yeah. Like, he says something where she's like, what should I do? Like, stop watching TV. He's like, don't be crazy. That's how we pay the bills. Right. Here. That, that I liked. Cause so he was a Megan's dad. Yeah. He was a lady guy, uh, a grip or something yeah. on married with children. Right. Which, of all shows too. Like, that's quintessential. Trashiest yeah. American show. Yep. Um, and so he tells her, you know, make a change, sends her off with a pen. Yep. So, we ho- we home in America know now that she's written a letter to Ivory Soap that actually gets the language in the commercial change. Right. Did too. you see the Nick News commercial or the Nick News? Like the piece? Clip? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so she's cute. So, she has little chubby cheeks and her freckles. By the way, Megan is a proud freckle wearer. She loves I them. I love that about her. And she like makes sure that if you do press shots with her or any, she, you cannot take out her freckles. Yeah. She had her freckles at her wedding. Yep. So then we see, we cut to Megan's character. We cut from like a young Megan right into her character on modern day suits. So she's telling Megan. off a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and her boss, uh, after the, the cut, the director tells her like, why did you try this scene like a little bit more coy and coetish next time? And she's like, I don't think Rachel would do that. Um, which now this whole scene is like, this is, this would be a director and a writer's nightmare where the <laughs> right. actor's like, and I have questions about the next scene too. Like, why am I in a towel? And like, wardrobe I- is pissed and hair is pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, while like this is a very noble scene, like just for young Americans out there, young actors out there, this is, this will get you fired. Not only will it get you fired, it'll get you written off. That's one of those things where then, that character goes to the elevator and it's like an empty shaft and then they fall and they're dead. Yeah, exactly. They don't um, want to deal with that on set. But, but I'd like to say once again, this is my favorite Lifetime movie. I love it to death. And I think what they were trying to do was show in her whole career on Suits, she made changes to her character. No, that's exactly what they were doing. And the director, the director says to her, like, what would you rather be wearing than a towel? She's like, how about a suit? I mean, it is the name of the show. Right. And you can hear like the laugh track inserted there. And I also like love like Lifetime just trying to lay that pipe Mm -hmm. anyway they can. You know what I mean? What's Mm -hmm. the name of the show? This is what you should be wearing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we cut to Harry in a nightclub. He's tearing it up. Oh, uh, popping bottles. Popping yeah. bottles. And uh, we see William coming into his room the next day, like drawing the drapes and just be like, what the fuck? Um, ripping open the curtains. Uh, he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's a private club. You know, I thought this was, I thought I could just be normal. He's like, I don't think this is normal anywhere. And, uh, 
And Harry's just like, aren't you bored of being perfect yet? And Will's like, it's not me that's perfect. It's Kate. I just shove her out there and she makes me look good. And then Harry says, she's the best thing that ever happened to you. And Will's like, you'll find someone. Uh, so Charles is like basically giving him the business. Yes. At the next day or that later that day. And it's Will, Kate, Harry, and Charles. And Charles is basically saying like, after the Nazi uniform, it's stripping down, it's showing up the family jewels, LOL, that you would have been done with this. And Kate says to him like, look, if you, why don't you like hit up your old girlfriend? Right. And he's like, she's not the one. And Kate says, well, if you settle down, the press will too. They'll find someone else to focus on. And marriage isn't so bad. Is it? Is it Will? And she sees Will's looking at his phone and she's like, is it Will? (laughs) Which like paints her as an insane shrew. And I I was so surprised by this because like I would have never guessed that that's her reputation or. It was, that was a, a, Camilla was probably second in, in surprising me. Kate being portrayed as kind of like mildly racist bitch. I was, yeah, she's the easy go to as the savior of this whole thing. Totally. The, the people's princess, a commoner. Oh, everybody loves Kate. Nah. Yeah. Kate is the killmonger in this bitch. Which I mean, like, she probably would have to be. Yeah. Realistically. Like, that makes sense. Like, in order to fit in with this royal family, she probably has had to take on a, on an air of attitude or something. But yeah. like, really to see her portrayed like that, I thought it was like unfavorable to the point of like, is that fair? Right. Like, is this fair? Like, I, what did she ever do to deserve this? I loved it. I and loved I never saw world. the original William and Kate. So maybe she was set up as a bitch in that one too, but. <gasps> I've never seen that either. Like I've I heard said, it was I not know, very like, good. It, it didn't mean anything to me. Um, and I recognized the actress. She's in the Royals, I think. She's maybe. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where I was like, Oh, British accent. Did I she love play her. Kate. Not, no, no, it's like, have, it's like, a fake, like oh, it's Liz a fictional, Hurley. Right. Yeah. Um, Liz Hurley's in it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. the best fake E show after the arrangement. Oh, okay. I like the arrangement. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured that. Okay. I see. I thought that this actress might have played Kate in the original movie too. Oh, she looks so much like her. I didn't see the original movie, but maybe she looks so much like her. She does. And she has her down pat, like the mannerisms, the look. It was the only thing shocking was what she was saying. Right. Like if you muted it, it looks like a happy, like, family like tea big question on that for me though is like why like i guess i guess you know what the more the more i think about it the more like of course like she would have to have a little bit of a stick up her ass or at least grow one in order for grow a stick up her ass in order for her to like swing with this family also we learn later on that she definitely sees her role as the baby maker so i think that that could be tiring and taxing as hell yeah to be like look i gotta raise these damn kids i mean you know she has ladies in waiting and like a hella like help right like it's probably frustrating to have to actually have responsibilities meanwhile like your husband can kind of do what he wants totally you're right you're right because you're right she has like a and then his baby brother so she's like you motherfuckers i was a commoner and i have to deal with this right Get up. There's a business, there's like a business angle here for her that she has to be on top of. You're totally right. Um, so let's play 932 to 1140. This is a long, uh, clip and we're going to play one shortly after, but, um, this is kind of where our, our lovely couple starts to, uh, line up and meet. So would you rather be 42 divorced, no kids, 42 divorced with kids or 42 never married, no kids? Divorced with kids, no question. Divorced with kids, but why can't I just be happily married with kids? Because that's not an option in this game. Or life. 
Personally, I have no interest in bringing children into this horrible world, so I vote for single, no kids. Or if I have kids, I'll adopt. So are you and your fancy chef going to tie the knot and make babies? <sighs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. Wasn't meant to be. Hey, I'm single again. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> it's fine. Having a man doesn't find me i just want to fulfill my potential whatever it is nice job darling <laughs> i swear to god every damn dress looks better than the last Aww. oh this is the one ralph will be thrilled i'll have it waiting for you before the event in london thanks violet Oh, I can't wait. I really need to get out of town. Your plans while you're there? Yeah, I'm gonna see Serena at Wimbledon. I have an extra ticket. If you're interested. What about your plus one? No plus one, just me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why? I think you might get on well with a friend of mine. Too soon for a blind date. A little, of course. I understand. But then again, as I was just painfully reminded, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> well, neither is this one, but he's handsome, rich, well-connected, yeah. and unlike his older brother, he still has his hair. I don't care about any of that. Just tell me one thing. Is he nice? So that's real. Like, the, oh, yeah. The, is he kind? That was what she asked. Is yeah. he kind? So we see now Harry's getting set up. He's We're doing the reverse side. She's with Harry now at this red carpet event, setting her up. He's, you know, hesitant. And what we're going to see is he is going to show up to this dinner that they wind up having 40 minutes late and clearly hungover. Uh, his his guy that, like, drives him around, yeah, his bodyguard, his is like, you, had, you broke up on the wrong side of the bed. And he's like or this morning, and he goes, oh, this afternoon. So, like, obviously Harry's, like, was half in the bag. Right. Uh, let's pick up at the date, uh, 1330 to 1530. And he also gives his guy, like, advice, or uh, the note that he's like, hey, I'm going to go in, you're right. then you're going to come in, and I'm going to get out of here in, like, 20 minutes. I'm over this, or, like, in 45 minutes, come in and get me in. This is his usual right. sort of yeah. get-out-of-jail-free. He's basically doing his homegirl a favor by going on this date, and he does not plan to stick around. He says around. something, like, long enough to say that, so she could say she went on a date with, with the a prince. prince. Yeah. Which, oh, Harry. I mean, I wonder what he had been put through before that he's this jaded. Yeah. I you know what know. I mean? Yeah, that's sad. Uh, especially because he was with that one girl, Chelsea, whatever, for like a really fucking long like time. Like years, like seven years or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. I think also it's the press stuff. You can tell, it's like, definitely it's the like press. he knows that anybody that he does anything for, whether it's like hold a door open or like wink at, that they get a whole full like front page story. And he's right. like, this American actress is going to have like a great life going on like E News and saying that she went on a date with me. Yeah, like this is a publicity yeah. for her almost. Hi there. Hi. I'm Megan. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm Harry. Uh, you look... Thank lovely. you. I'm going to actually need you to hold off on the compliments until you have apologized for being 40 minutes late. Was I? Uh, sorry, I didn't realize. Uh, really? Can I just show you how this works? Um, you see here, this shorthand? That one is the hours 
and the long one is the minutes. Hmm. I've always wondered about that. Have you? An English boarding school education, it's highly overrated. Uh, I, I do apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. I mean, I feel like I can let it go, considering you've uh, agreed to meet me in such a, uh, a lively setting. <sighs> Sorry about that, too. Just best that we're not seen together publicly, for, for your sake. Of course, I know. I mean, it would really hurt my street cred to be seen with a guy who can't tell time. I mean, I am kind of a well-known actress, after all. Uh, w what is it you do? I'm, uh, kind of the Prince of England. Right. Violet did mention that. Yeah, how's that going for you? Yeah, you know. It's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Appreciate that level of detail. Sir, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt, but there's an emergency. Uh, um... Really? What kind of emergency? London Bridge is... Uh, Falling down... Well, it's, it's, it's rather an ugly bridge. Very good, sir. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I told him to go... I know exactly in. what you told him. I practically invented that move. Yeah, I've been on a lot of blind dates, pretty much all of them bad. Well, let's see if we can break that streak. So Harry and Meghan have a great date and we can play the entirety of it for you, but it's just goes on forever. And it, it seems to go on forever in real life too, yeah. till dawn. Yeah. Till the sun comes up. I will, I'll be honest with you. Like if you have that much of a problem with tardiness, leave, like let it go, Megan. Like you don't have to tell him how to tell time. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like this is where the, the I, I mean, it was a cute bit. Sure. And right. I'm sure they were trying to like, you know, figure out a way to like put in there that she's going to hold him accountable, but she's playful. Exactly. But like, girl, come on. And this is a real Megan I'm talking to. I'm talking to whoever wrote this over at Lifetime. By the way, fun fact about this took two weeks to write this. Script. Oh, no question. They went from. I think they got green. I read that they got green lit the day that the engagement announcement came out. They got sure. green lit. So they were in production by the end of that month. Because William and Kate was a huge movie yeah. for them too. And like, this is like, this is exactly the type of like in real time movies Lifetime should be making. Oh, hell yeah. This is also the best Lifetime movie ever. And the, that other Lifetime, the Netflix movie did so well. So I think that everybody wants. Wait, which one was that? Oh God. Like Prince for Prince Charming. Oh, for like, it was like it's like one of the more watched things. It was like a Prince for Christmas. Or right. Something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. huge. People kept watching it. I watched it. It was good. Yeah. But it's no Harry and Meghan. This is the best one. This is great because it is a real story. I mean, obviously, like with Harry being like the little, you know, scamp that he is, he would need like a ball busting yeah, woman he would. who could oh. get it. And Parisa, the girl, Parisa Fitz Henley, um, she is in on Midnight Texas. So she plays okay. like a sassy witch in that. What's that? It's this crazy show. It's not gonna it's gonna sound like when you describe true blood to people okay. and they're like, uh there is like there are where cat tigers. It's a there's a tiger and the a priest and what an is this on NBC. Oh okay. and it got picked up for a season two. Um but she's like she's like a very like imagine if like like um Lisa Bonet 
but like Texas Lisa Bonet, like yeah. and a witch. So she's super sassy. And there's some of the looks in this that are so jiffable because that's what kept me going through that dating scene where she like cocks her eye. When he comes in, he's like, like James Bond. He's like, Prince, we need you. And she looks, she's like, Oh, really? Or yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Trailer, when she was like, you know, like, you're not getting any younger. Like, those looks where she, like, cocks her eye and she's like, oh, y'all are talking to me. Yeah. That's what keeps me going through moments like The actress does a great job yeah. with the material she's given. Like, I really think that she kind of, she fills in, like, where a lesser actress would make Megan seem annoying or something else. Because yeah. it is. This is annoying dialogue. Like, this is. Yeah. Like, girl, if you can't, if you don't like a guy that's 40 minutes late, then like, why are you going to sit through dinner with him? Right. No matter how many martinis you're drinking. You're right. Like, also, and, if you're drunk by that point. You're and drunk. we should also point out what we figured out beforehand, which is that this is almost definitely a private room at Soho House. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This is for sure Soho House. And the, they go back, they reference it again later on in the movie. Um, yeah. They go to Soho for like a dinner party, but like, this does look like it's set in like a weird boardroom almost, yeah. which there are... I've only been to the Soho House in LA, but I know that there are, it's Soho House in LA too, they still have it, like, which is like kind of like small, almost like boardrooms. Yeah, like the little private area with like a little bar area that you can have like your food on or whatever. So yeah, so this, this is, is like some sort of room they had rented there, out for the night. There are those things on the wall, like the locker numbers. Oh yeah. So yeah. I did see that. Yeah. There, I feel like on the wall. So I think that that's like, Oh, if you're a member and you have a key, then you, you know, it's, right, right, it's right, a right. Soho house. So when she says like, thanks for meeting me in a lively setting, it was, right. I went two ways about it. Cause one, yes, it is like an empty stiff room, but two, I'm like, this is a private room at Soho house. Like, right. you know what this is. Also, you probably just walked through like 18 million people and celebrities and like thumping music to get here. Right. Um, but so I like this scene. I also just have like, they could have done a better job at making Megan seem more likable here. I think the actress did all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing is, is that Megan's not afraid of Harry and we kind of get into that the next morning when they're still, they're talking till dawn and they haven't kissed or anything yet. Um, and Megan talks a little bit to Harry about, you know, being in the air force and he talks about how he had to get taken out because basically he made his squad a target. Mm hmm. Which is real. Which is real. Yeah. And he gets teased a lot for this too. We see this later on as well. Um, but the best part is, so he started a, like sort of an Olympics for, is it called the, what is it? Invictus Games. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Which is for like wounded vets basically. Um, and then all of a sudden Megan says, like, did you hear that poem Morgan Friedman said? Which did he say it at the games? Because I don't know where this came from. (laughs) But all of a sudden, he recites a poem that Morgan Freeman did. Yeah. The two of them are very, like, they're feeling it. Yeah, I'm assuming. And they go to kiss, but then uh, the lights come in. Right. And it's clearly daytime. Megan gets up and excuses herself. Yes. (laughs) The spell is broken. That's exactly what it is. And uh, Harry gets to the car and uh, wakes up his valet guy. And he's like, best blind date ever. Right. So it's on. Uh, Megan's back home. She's talking to her mom on the phone. She's so excited. Megan's begging her mom not to say anything. So um, Harry calls Megan. Uh, she's reading The Crown. Uh, and he's watching Suits. But they both tell each other they're kind of up to nothing. Uh, and he tells her he wants to take her somewhere special mid-August for their next date. So um, welcome to Botswana, baby. Yeah. Uh, we see the two of them on a helicopter. Um, he's enjoying her, enjoying herself. Um, he screams out, welcome to Botswana as they land in the helicopters taking off. They're both dressed like, like a cartoon of what someone wears to Africa. They look like 
I've never seen out of Africa just because I just, everybody would be like, oh, that's the longest movie ever. Yeah. They look like in my idea when somebody talks about the movie out of Africa. Yes. This is, exa- you could tell me that this was from out of Africa. And yeah. I that. I mean, she's wearing like a white linen yeah. top and he's wearing like the cargo shorts and it's yeah. very, uh, very good, good for them. Good for them. By the way, the br- there's bracelet issues will come up later, but he does. I now watching it for the fourth time, fifth time now. Uh, I can see the bracelet in every scene. Yeah, he's wearing it's it like, in every so scene. So this is this. That's his. He loves Botswana. Yeah, that's his happy place. Yes, yes, and like that's also for people who don't realize like there's a huge connection between Diana yeah. and Africa as well. Like this is a very much like. A thing for him, which I think is interesting. I think that that would surprise a lot of people that didn't really know about like what the royals do is like how much time they've spent in Africa and like the charity work that they do there. Yeah. I think that that, I think less, I think people are less surprised by like celebrity and more surprised like Angelina Jolie going there. Like even, even if Meghan Markle went there, I feel like people would be less surprised than the fact that like Prince Harry stays in a tent. Tools around chill, there, yeah, yeah. And is like, v- and very comfortable, comfortable enough to have like a regular routine in Botswana. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we, um, cut back home to Will say he Botswana'd her, mm-hmm. um, which he- is a gif that's available on Twitter. Thanks to, Oh Lifetime. really? Yeah. Oh, thank God. During, um, yeah. And he's, he usually doesn't do this so quickly, he says. He's taken girls there before, but not so quickly. Uh, and then Kate says, um, she's a little bit worried about him being with an American actress because they tend mm, to be really loud. There's another adjective that she throws in. What does she say? And she's black. She was like, she, it was like the last thing. She was like, she's divorced. Uh, she's an actress and she's black. Oh. Yeah. Kate. I was, see, I wasn't listening to this scene. So <laughs> You're much. already, you've written her off as like a horrid bitch. Yeah. Well, this She's whole scene is really, like, I just don't understand this depiction of Kate. I don't, I, mean, I don't know why I think she's a saint. I don't, I, I mean, everyone has their flaws, especially like, you realize that these people are humans. Yeah. Like, which is, you know, weird. Yeah. Cause like, it's hard to think about what the fuck they talk about in their royal palace. Yeah. Yeah. She threw in that black thing at the end, like, I didn't hear that. Because all I heard is that she says that they're so loud. And then we cut to Megan screaming as they drape a snake around her neck. Right. In Botswana. And, you know, we see her feeding giraffes. So, like, just doing, you know, African safari things. Um, and she says to him at the end, this is a lot better than the jungle ride at Disneyland. And Harry says, my mom took me there when I was young. She can't believe that. And he says, my mom wanted me to do a lot of, like, normal things, which is weird. I think I remember, like, the paparazzi pictures. Like, she really took them to, like, Euro Disney? Of them being on, like, Splash Mountain. No, they went to, like, USA, like, Disney World. Yeah. And I think they went on, like, Splash Mountain. I think I remember that quite well. Yeah. It seems like they're definitely pushing hard that Diana wanted him to have a normal experience in some aspects. So the fact that he married a normal girl makes sense. Yeah. Like, we're seeing that he... He's one that stro- like went that direction and strives to have some kind of normalcy in his life, whereas like William was just doing his duty. Yeah. Yeah. And Kate's a bitch. I mean, he has no purpose. Yeah. Like Harry compared to the rest of the family, he doesn't have like a a purpose, really. Yeah. So um they're talking to the son, whatever, and he tells her about this lion thing, about how he saw the lion when he was a kid and he thought it was his mom. And she's like, I think that sounds great. And he's like, It's cause you're from California. Ha ha. Then they kiss. Super romantic. They pull away. It's like a great shot mm-hmm. of the two of them kissing on a hill. Uh let's play twenty five fifty three to twenty eight thirty six. Um people always ask me, What are you? When I say I'm 
an actor. I'm a, a blogger. I'm a decent cook. A firm believer in the effectiveness of a handwritten note. What they mean is, what are you, black or white? It's like they mm. just can't wrap their heads around anything in between. And I couldn't either as a kid. You know, especially after the divorce, I had to be two different people. How old were you? Six. Getting shuttled between two worlds. You know, my parents really tried to help. I remember one Christmas, my dad put together two sets of dolls. One black and one white to make a little blended family. I mean, I'm proud of it now that I can't just be put into a box. And at the time, it was, uh, it was really, really hard. Anyway, I'm sorry if I'm getting too serious for you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you want to talk serious? Uh, mm. Try being a ginger in England. A ginger? A redhead. Ah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why are the Harry Potter films so unrealistic? Why? Because a ginger kid has two friends. <laughs> what did the ginger make for dinner? What? Reservations for one. Aww. Okay, last one. What do gingers look forward to later in life? I don't know what. Grey hair, obviously. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like I really shouldn't no, laugh no, at that. No, it's, it's kind of funny. Except people used to say it couldn't really be my father's son because of this. This is from the Spencer's line, which, by the way, is older than the Windsors. So, technically, my dad married up. <laughs> So was there um, a lot of tension between the families? Uh, let's just say I know how you felt being shuttled back and forth between divorced parents who lived two very different lives. And of course, being shot by the paps in the backseat of my mum's car crying was also wonderful. Like having your parents divorce in the tabloids, I cannot imagine how hard it must have been for you guys. I promised myself I'd never have kids unless I knew the relationship would go the distance. For the record, I've always had a thing for redheads. Is that so? Yeah. They're about to like bone, right? Obviously, we're this all is the boning. Big scene, but we're all boning. Everybody. But all right, this is like not even close to the first time. Well, I mean, I guess this is the first time we see that he like tries to compare her being a mixed race American girl to yes. his royal lineage, mm-hmm. which is not helpful. Like, I feel like he just keeps trying to diffuse things by being like, I get it. Like, trust me. And I would say that they both. I can relate to being ostracized mm-hmm. or um, subjects of interest or something for different reasons. But to I I don't I just felt like it was wildly insensitive every time he did it. <laughs> it's like I get you. It's like you have different problems, like very fundamentally different problems. And I didn't like that this the actress who plays Megan like is or the Megan character rather I should say is constantly like yeah that is the same like. I think this movie was written by two Brits and the idea that they would have to figure out a narrative of how a black woman or a biracial woman would explain to an uber white guy, like yeah. what the experience is like. I think they just tried and it missed the mark a little. 
miss the markle so to speak yeah um but i think what they were trying to do was say <clears throat> in a very clean you don't need way, to defend these people well i'm just, it's, <laughs> it's the best lifetime movie i've ever seen sure i think what they were just trying to say was that for the first time ever he found somebody with a similar path like sure. he was seven when his mom died and his world broke apart and the divorce was crazy for him she understands what no, divorce I under- is like I so it's like that. they tried but it just ee, they were like us too. It does serve a little bit of a metaphor, though, for like just basically how these conversations are handled in general. Because like he kind of steamrolls her, oh yeah, point of view to be like, yeah, well, my mom died, you know. Also, and, like, like, Ginger, do you think black jokes are bad? Right. Wait till you hear a redhead joke. I mean, <laughs> real, real bad. Real. I mean, like also, like he's like, you know, your childhood that we were just talking about. Here's a, a Harry Potter joke. Right. He's like a solid here. Harry Potter redhead slam like it's just so it's like embarrassing oh. it really it's it's embarrassing I had to say like as it's a cr- white person a I cringe I cringe it's a cringe because it's not comparable yeah and it's not helpful to railroad someone when they're talking about their childhood to be like well I yeah I mean I get it because I have red hair and it was mm-hmm. photographed a lot it's different uh, yeah that yeah to say um, the least so Megan gets up, disrobes, does her like looking over the shoulder thing. It's like, are you joining me? Um, it was very pretty woman. I yeah, appreciated that. Totally. So they're in bed, uh, post sex. Uh, there's a lion roaring outside. Um, and she's worried about how close the lion is. Um, and he's like, no, 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 no. Like lions don't roar when they're hungry and that lions roar when they're looking for their mate. The male lion roars. And he's like, look, they've out each other. Just like them. Back Here's my question. There was like no mosquito netting or anything like that. And I really was like worried. I'm like, Megan, don't like take your clothes off without mosquito netting. Citronella candles, only the best. There's mosquito snipers. I mean, mosquitoes are, are, that's an issue throughout all of Africa, right? Am I wrong? It's not like a, it's not like a nation to nation sort of thing. No, but I'm trying to think if it would be a seasonal thing. Like if it was cooler, maybe then yeah. it's like it's August though. Oh, but also Botswana's hella dry, so mosquitoes yeah. wouldn't be around unless there was water. Okay, so okay. maybe that like they don't have like the same issues. They have yeah. lion issues. Let's not compound the lion issues with mosquito I issues. I just keep saying that like I, there are other bugs. I would want sure. a net. I would yeah. want a net. I think they probably. I think it's hot and dry, and so they don't have mosquito issues, the but they mosquitoes. probably have huge crazy bug issues. Yeah. Totally. Cause and also like lizards and there's a, there's a lot. Living I mean, people out are there. just worried about mosquito bites yeah. with the mosquitoes. There's transference of disease, right? Oh, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Cause otherwise no one would give a shit. They Not at all. Like, get some bug spray. Calm down. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so they get back home and like Harry's on cloud nine mm-hmm. and Will and Kate are just saying that they watch suits over the weekend. Will's like, we binge watch it. I love that expression. Binge watch, which like. <laughs> I guess they're that out of touch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I guess. It's an American thing. They don't, the crown doesn't binge watch. Like, right. they're like, right. we, we take in a, a cinema. It is weird to think about them having like no grasp on our slang or whatever. Though. It is. You know? It is. I have a hard time believing that that's the case though. But I feel like Brits, there are a lot of things that we use so much that they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So I think that's it's less of like a a wealthy thing and more of like a Brit thing. I think they don't. When I went to London, I saw The Bodyguard, the musical, which is like one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Um, and the woman who played the Whitney Houston character 
was like their version of American Idol's like winner. Mm-hmm. And she's like a big deal over there. And uh I don't remember her name, but I remember like everyone was like, This is Will's favorite singer. Oh. And I remember with you that was so weird. Was it? Like, I mean, she's like the Kelly Clarkson right. of London, which right. I just thought was so strange though. Cause I was like, can you imagine like our president acknowledging like the winner of American Idol? I mean, now, yeah, but yeah, like now. any other year, no. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> There's a lot of like things in this too where it's like, oh, this actually was kind of a long time ago, but not that long ago. But we changed so much. Still, the election was still had it happen yeah. during like the most part of this. So, um, <clears throat> Megan's hair is fucked up, but she goes back to the suit set and oh, like yeah. her gay hairdresser on set is playing with her hair. And he is like, Oh, your hair is fucked up. He's yeah. like, where were you like in a mud bath? And like, she was like, yeah. And he's like, you don't do this for everyone. Uh, and she basically like, is like, I'm dating Prince Harry. Like I'm really into him. And the guy goes, no, 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 no. You don't want to become Royal Roadkill, which I thought was really, that was rough. Yeah. But I think that there are two things that happen. One, you know, like on sets, that is the person that is in your face 24 sure. seven. The person that like, they know your business. They are like, what are you eating? Royal your hair is Road dry. Kill, I thought was tough though. Like yeah, that's, that's the guy she's dating's mom. You're like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's a tough. good gay friend right there. Sure. Of course. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was a, that was a, a good stern warning because she's not going to get it from anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, it just was that lifetime, like, chunky sort of like, oh, okay, I guess I'm swallowing this. Okay. Yeah. So she says to herself, glass ceilings, not glass slippers. Head, get on straight. Nine. Head, get on straight. I, I feel like love. she wrote that on the TIG. Uh, that was, like, probably one of those, like, motivational quotes. Yeah, because, like, it was, like, a very sassy line for something that was delivered very straight. I bet it's Googleable. Like, I bet if we looked, she, like, made, like, that quote before. Yeah, it does sound like... Like that was repeated from something. Mm-hmm. It's a TIG quote. We should have a TIG drinking game whenever it's like referred to. So do you want to explain to our lovely viewers who, uh, wh- who the TIG is, what the TIG is? Oh, the TIG is, was the TIG RIP was Megan Markle's favorite. Uh, it was her site. It was her blog. It was her home. It, it was, was, like a, it was like a lifestyle blog. It was a lifestyle blog, but it also had a life of its own. Apparently, um, she coined the phrase a TIG moment, which was the first time that she had, um, what wine is it? It's Tignello. Yeah, Tignello. For the very first time, she had in her aha moment where she understood what people meant when they like, savored wines and she was like the body the like so that was like her moment where she was like i get it i finally get what people mean when they talk about wine oh my god all these years so she would refer to these moments in her life as tig moments and encourage people to find their tig moment and i feel like that glass ceiling slipper is common as a tig moment like so this was her whole life outside of suits where she would kind of comment on what she was doing give people inspirational advice have like other followers and fans like right in there. I'm gonna throw out a couple things. Weird that she called it the Tig, considering there's a very famous comedian named Tig. True. That always sticks with me hard. Like yeah. I'm just like that's there's a very famous person like named yeah. You know, I mean, she has a last name, but she, she could just go by Tig like Madonna. And, like we will like <laughs> we'll know, know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I don't know, man. I thought I just think it's I think it's weird. I I mean, I know every actress needs to also have like a weird online presence. Right. It's usually some sort of like strange lifestyle brand that's not really hitting the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but Markle. this just seemed very phoned in to me. 
Which in real life it seems phoned in or um, in both. Yeah. Like in both. Like it just didn't make sense. Like, it sounds, I feel like it was one of those things her agent and her right. managers were like, you need this. And she was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it my way. And a manager that got like a digital manager to talk to her about like what her brand should be probably wouldn't have gone with the tip. Cause my thing is but, like, unless you're going to like, let's just like, say like Zoe with Hell Giggles yeah. or like Jessica Alba with Honest Company, unless you're going to like go big. Yeah. Don't bother. Right. It looks like you just have Instagram and yeah. like do it there. It looks like you have a, like a delusional Instagram right. is really what it is. It's cause it's like, you know, yes, people watch suits, but no one knew who Meghan Markle was. No I didn't know she had a site. No. I don't think I've ever been to that site or heard anybody that had. I didn't know she was on suits. I had never seen her face. <laughs> right. I had never, I was unaware of anything to do with any of that. So to then learn that she, you know, has this lifestyle blog that means a lot to her is very strange to me. I think it's um, also, you know, when you live in a bubble, I think yeah. it, a lot of fans from suits would visit love, and comment sure. and love it. And, and then she could post like, oh yeah, that outfit I wore in episode seven, you know, season five was blank from this person. Or, you know, my hairdresser gave me the best advice on how to treat split ends. Like, I think that that was kind of like her, her fan fe- feedback because they were filming in Canada. They weren't in Hollywood. So I think she had at least her. I her- was watching like some Megan stuff to sort of gear up for today. And what was her at like, it looked like the Paley Fest or whatever for people who don't know. That's like a TV place basically where they will like invite the Paley Center will invite up invite up different casts of shows to do these things and this uh one girl in the audience at the suits version of that um Megan called like recognized her in the audience and said like you're this one from social media you you know you're going to Brazil to work on this project because you said my thing inspired you and Megan like got up and she had had a note that she had written for her and I thought that was like so sweet because one it was just like you know what what excellent celebrity yeah um, like to be like to care that much about your fan base yeah that you are going to recognize your fan on the audience and have a note at paley fest at paley fest yeah with the note that you've written for them and like get up and give it to them and it was like she seemed to have a very like the girl would be like oh and i'm gonna go to and she'd be like yeah like to you know Italy to do this. Like she knew everything the girl was about to say and had like a full cohesive knowledge. And like it seemed like everyone from the panelists to the audience were kind of blown away with how familiar she was with her fans. I feel like it's like the emotionally broken psychos page. I feel like everybody on the TIG communicated with each other and forged like different relationships. Right. And I think because she was shooting in Canada away from everybody, probably crazy hours, that was her like back and forth so she was kind of the mother of all these babies and these baby relationships and like just giving them encouraging words so i think that that's why there's this like like it was a hard thing to leave behind and she's that perfect level of actress that like she has no reason not to do that oh yeah and she can be like fully honest and And there's a lot of actresses on her level that don't do that you know that like are you know they get a salary they don't have to worry about work like they're on a big show some people know them a lot of people don't but like they don't have to do like fan relations like right. that or give a shit or follow up. Right. Or, or a post like anything. At I think all. most people really try to aim for that level of celebrity where they don't have to care like yeah. that. Or can but they pay also, somebody to f- do it for them. But they also haven't completely given up their lives. Mm-hmm. And like she, I think, found that spot, but they continued to be Megan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Proud of her. 
So Meg is in her trailer. She decides to FaceTime Harry and she tells him that she had a great time. She's basically dumping him and she's saying like the long distance thing isn't going to work. Gonna work. Um, and there's a knock at her trailer door. She's like, I think they're calling me to set. She gets up. Oh, it's Prince Harry's at our trailer with some flowers. Mm-hmm. She's like, I would love to see Prince Harry get on and off of a set. Like, period. Right. Like, that's two debacles. Like, the, the <laughs> right. set's like, who is this? Is this really Prince Harry coming here? And then it's his whole royal team making sure that it's safe for him to be there. Yeah. And she's at her trailer, none the wiser. Yeah. I mean, this I, is in this story, sure. But Welcome like, to Canada. In Canada, this happens. For our audience at home, that doesn't happen. Mm-mm. For our audience at home, for your audience at home, um, it would be like Jurassic Park where you'd be in your trailer and you would just hear like footsteps, like the yeah. rumbling and like people running past your window and you'd exactly. be like, where's everyone going? And then you would look forward and see like everyone rushing towards like this like crazy insanity because he'd have his own security. Or just like PAs going off. Yeah. Like the walkies the would be going nuts. Every, every walkie is yeah. going crazy. Yeah. So, um, Megan gets home from work, um, and he's dressed up Megan's dogs like a ballerina oh, and a shark. Oh, this killed me. Wags used to have that shark costume. <sighs> Do you, did she have to give up her dogs? Is that what, or did they move them there? Guess what? She adopted a beagle, beagle named Guy, and that beagle was, oh, was in the Queen's Guy? car. And there's a wonderful picture if you Google Megan Markle's dog and Queen in the Queen's car on the way to or from like an event for the wedding. The Beagle's in the back seat getting chauffeured in like an Escalade and having Aww. the best time. And he's a senior Beagle. Oh. Guys, you gotta love Megan. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, she has two adopted, um, fo- like whatever. She adopted dogs. She. There. Yeah. Yeah, in Canada. And that oh, was no, like. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so her dogs from Canada did come with her yes. to England. Okay. Yeah, there was a worry. I think that she, when she got engaged, she had to leave them behind in Canada at her house. Yeah. And so everyone was kind of pissed yeah like why did you adopt these dogs but we've seen the dogs in the uk and the queen loves them okay okay yeah that's what i, th- I thought you were saying that she adopted two new dogs Mm-mm. there which i mean because she said she was sharing custody of her dogs with her ex-boyfriend right. which like that's a that's a hard thing for the ex-boyfriend that's Oof. like a that's a twofer well not so hard because we learned that he is also writing his own script yeah which is real that's happening in real that's life that's her ex-husband not the ex-boyfriend oh, the chef that. oh the chef yeah oh yeah yeah, whoever he is. Um, he's dead. Um, but, you know. He's road, he's royal roadkill. Yeah. He's been, um, Harry's been held, like hold up at her place for three days now, yep. basically. Um, and he says to her, you know, he has a present. He gives her a bracelet just like his. It's from Botswana. Um, he says that whenever you're on Instagram and I'm on what? What did he say? It was like some the sort The tattler. Of- like, like uh, some like gossip magazine. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that will have like a secret language. So Megan then, uh, says, you know what? We're going to go. We're going to go out. Um, and he was like, I can't, I can't. She's like, we're going to go to sew house for Halloween party for work. I got you. And Iconic then her friend moment. comes in carrying a costume. We don't know what it is till we get to sew house. She is dressed as Hillary. At one point <sighs> she goes, eight more days. Oh, uh, killed me. I that know. hurt so bad when she said that. It hurt. So just another time point reference for everyone. Like it was like right around the, this election that, that. Yeah. We're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah. 2016 happy times. Yeah. Um, but it also, I thought it was like almost quicker than that. Cause I remember the wedding sneaked, snuck up on us really, really quickly. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, I thought they had only dated for like a year or something like that. No, but it I guess seems it's been like, a little yeah. bit longer. Um, let's play a clip of, uh, Harry at the bar. It's, uh, 3618 to 3750. No 
Yo, yo, Prince Harry. How are you doing? Hey, hey, take a selfie with us. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't do it. Are you too good for us? Or? No, 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 it's, it's not like that. It's, uh, let me buy you a drink. I remember when you were in the army and the papers made it look like you were flying all those Apaches. You know what I heard? They put you in the co-pilot seat because you couldn't handle it. <laughs> you just sat there in the cockpit making noises the whole time. <laughs> hey, what's going on over here? I thought uh, Canadians were supposed to be super friendly. And that's the problem with the whole royal family. You think you're entitled to everything. And guess what? Your grandma can kiss my ass. No, that's enough of that. <laughs> Megan, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was you. Why should that even matter? I think it's time for us to go. No, I think you're right. Yeah. <sighs> it's the palace. Hello? Hello? The gossip column. The Daily Star. Okay, I see. I see. Thanks for calling. Get ready for the crazy. <laughs> Okay, so mm, mm, mm. was that like a crew member or yes. someone like Who, mouthing up? Is that real? No, I don't think that's real at all. I don't think that anybody, first of all, you'd be hard pressed to find some, I mean, I don't know how it is up in Canada. Mad respect, love Canada to death. But like, I don't think guys just know, like I would, I wouldn't recognize right. Prince Harry if I was drinking at a bar and let alone be like, oh yeah, in the military and in like 1998, like I don't have like a That's fact sheet on him. drunk fuck did not know. Right. Like who, who he was. Like all let the- alone have this like wisdom about like, in no. the cockpit when you were in your grandmother can get like nobody's your saying grandmother that shit kiss my ass is a weird fucking left turn also, like, yeah like his own friend should be like yo man what the fuck yeah. like your friend should stop you from those kind <laughs> like, of comments. what is this personal vendetta <laughs> that you have, you have yeah with the crown. it really was weird um and it was uncomfortable and then we see obviously megan and harry get their photo taken which by the way no photography allowed at so house no that- everyone knows that um but the phone their phones are ringing that night as they're about to like bone down or whatever. No, they're they already did. They're waking up. Oh, they're waking. They're waking up. up to the nightmare. Yeah, and so uh, both of their phones are ringing simultaneously, and they get up. Uh, he's talking to the royal palace. She's talking to her publicist. Um, everyone knows. Yeah, it's they're out. dating. They're dating. So the suits of uh, the set of suits is insane. The next day when she pulls up, she looks like scarred for life. Yeah, like her face when she sees the press. It's like almost as if she had no idea who she was dating. So at the palace, they're doing a briefing on Megan and they're talking about the TIG. Yeah. Um, oh, the TIG. Megan, her lifestyle blog. Um, they basically ask Harry if she'd be willing to take down the blog. Right. Um, and he's like, no, it's a part of her identity. And Kate says that if she's your girl, you know, she has to basically show neutrality the way that we all do, which is like Prince Charles d- describes it as like, you know, she can't have any association with like any fad, any sort of passing hysteria or anything like that. Like right. we remain neutral. And then Harry says, it's not that just, it's like almost out of nowhere, by the way. <laughs> he like, goes, it's not just that she's a divorced American actress, it's that she's an African American. Now he cares. Yeah. Now he wants to talk about the issues. And it's like, well, like, yeah, there was probably like 90 other things up until this point that you could po- say this exact thing. But in this conversation, I don't understand how her being black just happens to come up. I feel like rather than 
make us hate the other characters because in real life they probably are like she's black she's black will her hair be nappy what are we gonna do is her family black how much I think that they were like okay if we do that if we use that dialogue and write that in everyone's gonna hate everybody and now we're just having people hate Kate so for this movie we'll make Kate the villain and we'll have Harry kind of address the issue and like broach the subject and not have because if we heard all of them this turns into like get out like it's not good sure 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 and like I didn't need him to be uh Blunt, right? I just felt like this came out of nowhere. I'm it, like, Harry, this is what you need to sound like your issue. Like, it's some clunky dialogue. Yeah, like, where did you, where did this come from? But, uh, yeah, sure. So then, William and Kate are like, we should meet her. We, you know, we absolutely must be. So let's do, um, 4132, 4700. And we're going to meet a character up in here called Bella, uh, who is not a real person. Rather, she's sort of like an amalgam, uh, amalgamation or yeah. amalgam? Oh, amalgamation. Uh, both. Of- yeah, I don't know where. Um, but she's basically like, like a, she's a suggestion like, yeah. of like 30 different royal characters. Yeah. People who are often around the house, kind of like mainstays of these people's lives, who are snobby and sort of are about keeping the crown like of a certain class level. Yeah, they're level. classist and bitchy. And However, also like she doesn't threatened. appear to have any sort of power compared to him. So okay. she's sort of, I guess she's a lady in waiting of sorts. Yeah, she refers to her like that. But yeah, I, there was there were rumors of like who that could be. Yeah, I yeah. think it's supposed to be several people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think it, I think this was, a, once again, they're not introducing like a bunch of bitches. They were just like, we're going to give you this one. Yeah. Be nervous? I think anyone would be. Hello there. Pleasure. Just <laughs> oh, don't ever curtsy oh. to us again. We're so happy to have you here. Well, thank you so much. So nice to meet you both. Hi. Well, hello there. I'm George. Hi, George. I'm Megan. You're pretty. Thank you. Oh, easy there, kid. Eh? She's taken. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's wonderful with children. He really is. That's all, Harry. He's always been a big kid. <laughs> Annabella, was it? Please, call me Bella. Bella. It's a lovely name. Beautiful in Italian. In any language. Bella helped me so much when I first got here. She grew up in this world. You want her on your side, believe me. Good to know. (laughs) I think someone's ready for a nap. (laughs) Let's take them up. I just want to say, I have never seen Harry so happy. And what makes Harry happy makes all of us happy. We'll support both of you however we can. Right, Will? Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much. This must be so exciting for you. I imagine with all the heightened attention, you'll start getting better roles. Well, I'm actually contracted to a show right now, so I won't be auditioning for anything at the moment. Suits, right? You know it. Not exactly Shakespeare, but it's fun. Harry and I have watched it a few times. Really? Hmm. Harry hadn't watched it until we met. Is that what he told you? (laughs) Then you should be flattered. The good news is he knew exactly what he was getting. Violet gave him the whole rundown, almost like a mail-order bride. (laughs) Except... You've already been married once, haven't you? Yes. I saw online that you did the Jewish chair dance at your wedding. 
Did you convert to your husband's religion or was that just for show? Okay, relax, darling. I'm just trying to prepare you. The spotlight around Harry has always been intense. People are going to say all these things and more. Cresta couldn't handle it and neither could Chelsea. You need to be ready. Thank you for the warning. Of course. I'm just looking out for you. Mm. Now, let's talk about your hair. It's so beautiful. How on earth did you get it so straight? If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go use the ladies' room. <laughs> Hey. Hey. Everything okay? Mm -hmm. Your brother and Kate seem great. I'm glad you think so. So then why are you out here in the cold? Did Bella say something to you? She has made it very clear that I don't belong here under the guise of looking out for me. She's a troll. I'm going to talk to no, her. No, Harry. Come on. She's not wrong. I'm American. I'm from California. I'm divorced. And, uh... And then I'm half black. I don't care about any of that. This can never be my world. Just how things are. Let's fight how things are. If anyone can, it's, it's you and me. You have never seen how ugly people can get about this. Okay. Then tell me. Okay. So there's um this one Christmas I'm home from college. I take my mom to the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. And we have this amazing time. And just laughing and it's great. And and then as we're leaving, my mom's not reversing out of the parking space fast enough. And this white guy just he calls her and a violation, you know, because in that little moment of hatred, he took away our entire night of happiness. And I look over at my mother, my mom, who's just gripping the steering wheel, and her eyes are filled with tears, and all I can say to her is, it's okay, mommy. And then we just drive home in silence, because... There's nothing you can do. I'm so sorry. You know, you think that things are changing. And then you just have to turn on the news and see what's happening in the world. Or you just have a conversation with someone at tea. And you see that they are not changing fast enough. They're not. What does the queen think of your dregs? What, what is that supposed to mean? You think she'll let her grandson marry a black girl? Get the hell out of here! I'll, I'll call the police! Oh, no, we're good. You gave us exactly what we needed. 
Okay, so, you know, you gave us exactly what we needed. It's almost a little, like, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, the paparazzi is rude, and they still roll like that, but they don't really roll like that anymore. I mean, you saw Tiffany Haddish went off on that dude. Like, Oh, at, at, at LAX. At LAX, I know. And I was mad at someone at LAX. Yeah, it was the too. same day. You Our same- experiences were not the same, though, Prince Harry, and I could recognize that. Yeah, No, true. but I was struggling with my bag the same day, and, like, like three Asshole. guys were just, like, fucking watching me do yeah. it. And I'm like, you don't, you don't even have a camera. Like, yeah. this is just, you're just an you're asshole. You're just an asshole. You you're not even help, working to be an you asshole. You don't help women. Yeah, you're you know just what a I mean? dick. Um, okay, wait, can I go back to the first Of part? course, yeah. We okay, had to so, play that big chunk because so, it was Because it was amazing for me. Best yeah. Lifetime movie ever so we want to start with bella so bella first of all um you don't want to mess with an la black girl mixed girl whatever you're gonna call her who's also an actress like those jabs like in real life megan would have eviscerated her yeah like in a very classy way and i'm sure i don't think bella would have gotten two of those lines out before they were megan pretty like her. bald jabs. oh they, like, were, they were really like just yes Back to back to back. There's no way that that's going down from an LA girl. Like, no. that's, there's a reason why her and Serena are friends. And I know they don't suffer fools or take shit. Jewish chair dance. Yeah. Is also, I mean, there's a term for that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, what's that? Aura. Yeah. yeah. You don't like, uh, so. Yeah. It just was yeah, strange. So it was weird because there was a few elements there of just like one, just like general disrespect altogether. But two, like what she's like, Harry and I have watched episodes of Suits before. Which is a lie. Like there's no like big comfy couch that they're all watching TV on. Right. Like if TV is watched, I'm sure it's in an intimate setting. Right. So the like, what's the implication there? Like she's like saying that we snuggle up and watch TV together. And your boyfriend's lying to you because Harry's like, yeah, I've never seen her show. He right. hadn't seen it yet. And she's like, oh yeah, Andy's a liar. We yeah. totally watched it. Yeah, no, she has to die. Yeah. Um, Royal Roadkill. And I mean, I think that like, you know, just I, I there's I went two ways about this. Two, Megan's very brave. One, but Megan's very brave. Yeah. But two, you know, this was a long game for her. Yeah. Like, I think she did want to be married to the prince. Like, I think that she I don't think it was about like defining herself as this, but I think she kind of put her like Gave herself a test and see if she could follow through on it. And it worked out for her. I think she also saw somebody with the reach that she would want to do good things. Exactly. And, be, and I think she was like, oh, this is a good match. Yeah, absolutely. Because what they're not bringing up is like the past dudes, honestly, have kind of, and her family have kind of, aside from her mom, have shown themselves to be like worthy of a little bit of bashing and trashing because they've kind of played themselves. So In like Megan's family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so her leaving her like, divorcing her husband like he's not looking so good right now in hindsight and so, right. so far we see that like she's like this guy is on my level or on the level that i aspire to be on yeah and even though i might be smarter or better at certain things or more down to earth or more genuine whatever it is in in her way that she's super special she still sees a lot a, a, a long because Harry's a winner here, yes. right? But like, I also think Megan's a winner too. Oh, like I think she absolutely sort of like orchestrated this for herself, yes. and it happened. Like it was a smart. She made a smart decision and didn't like. This isn't like her running away with love thoughtlessly. No, like where you're just like, yeah, I met this dude and now we're married and like we are having ba-. like that one of those things where you're like I don't even know how we got here. This yeah, is very much like there's a spreadsheet. Like, yeah, she's, she's thinking about this, which is like I think a lot of people would be like that's like sketchy or whatever. But like if you were to marry into something like this blindly, like you have to weigh it out. Yeah, you have to. You and can't. with Kate or someone like 
the reach or whatever just wasn't there for her the same way. Like, yeah. this is not... Kate didn't make the royal family look as good as I think Megan has made them look. I yeah. think Kate is a good for a commoner. I think she would be insane not to marry him. Where, like, Megan, she didn't have to marry into this family to have greatness. No, and she's changed... The, there's a comment later on about the family surviving. Yeah. And this has definitely put them back on the favorable side because for the past few years, it's kind of, aside from the queen, the queen has really good PR. We've seen her like, she did open the Olympics with like the corgis. Like there's a lot of corgi press. There are many Buzzfeed like corgi yeah. quizzes. She goes horseback riding still. So like the queen is doing okay, but all the rest of them have kind of just been like, circling the drain well because there have been also a lot of people too have talked about like how this is just like an inherently racist institution and that like megan marrying into this doesn't really change much what do you like what do you think about that i mean like i said the institution isn't what this is a pr in my mind the pr for this is way better so yes i don't think i don't think she buys into this crown shit i don't think she's like changing anything i don't think she's i think she did what it took to be with the person that she loved, which would be like delete her blog and go off social media and quit her job. But I think she's also doing what, what we would consider like a first lady to do, yeah. which is yes, she quit suits, but then she started a foundation and she purposely made it known like after the wedding, they were not going on a honeymoon and they were actually going to get to work. So right. she's like, even though you guys see me giving up a side of my life, I'm also gaining the ability to do bigger and better things. They're just for going people. to band for like four days, right? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. Um, okay, wait. Part two of this scene. Yeah, the uh, nigger comment. That's yeah. what she said, even though they bleeped it. Um, you want to know the most fucked up part about that? The school that she went to, Immaculate Heart, has yeah. her graduation at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. So, like, on top of this horrible experience, she then had to like graduate high school and go back to that same place. Which, if anybody's this ever, was her, this was her in college, so she oh, was in college. To oh, yeah, she was her graduation. It's like if anybody's ever had an experience like this with a like, especially with like you and your mom, you know the like imprint that it leaves on your life. You will forever right. know that parking lot, no matter what you go there for you will always be reminded of that moment. And that's what this one, like, I don't think it happened in real life. I don't know if she's ever like talked about it. I don't know. Maybe her I'm friend. sure there's been like a dozen incidents. Like exactly. That. This has happened somewhere in her life, whether it was here, or, like Ralph's on the Brea, like it happened, right. but this was the best scene where I was like, okay, now we're getting to like real life shit. Yeah. Not like press, not tabloids, like actual day to day. You don't know, like maybe your country, I mean, clearly it's not any better, but like, you don't know what this is like. Right. Like having somebody talk bad about your like ginger hair, yeah. that's sad and all, but like you don't know what the world is right. like. Yeah. So she's like it. just having a nice night with her mom. Yeah. She's like this. Probably some drunk piece of shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And like, it also was nice. I don't know. It was nice as like living in LA to like, actually, I, I immediately like saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know, exactly you know what I mean? Like, you know that exact. Yeah. Like everybody's pissed off in because you can't get out of it's it. Full of tension there. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I wanted to leave in this last scene just so we could kind of see it sweep over to back to her mom in LA who's already being harassed yeah. by the press nonstop. Um, and so when we cut back into the movie, Megan is getting a call from her mom who's really upset. Basically, it's real time. And she, uh, Megan heads downstairs. And as she starts to, to head downstairs, she realizes that there's so much press for her outside that they're trying to break into her apartment. Yes. So she hangs up with her mom and she calls the police. Um, and I tried to picture like being the police and how you would even handle that. This scene is my least favorite in the movie just because I feel like there's 
it went into lifetime mode where yeah. two women are like screaming and crying on the phone. But yeah. like her mom's from LA. Like she'd be like, Hey guys, you guys have like five seconds to get off my lawn. Like it's a little different it's, when it's uh, finally on your lawn though. Like it's like one thing to see it on a celebrity's lawn. And it's another thing. Like I wouldn't know what to say to a, like a paparazzi. Hyster- yeah. But that's like a bit like the way that they're going about it. Like somebody opening your, like you just don't like shriek and like, hold the phone and scream and cry like get active yeah also it's paparazzi it's not like a home invasion and paparazzi can't do that right like Like, i feel like they legally like they i don't think they would maybe climb a tree yeah climb a tree look in a window like that kind of thing but yeah they would not jiggling door handles in canada so that's the part that i was like them shrieking on the phone like and crying together but that's the lifetime magic of it all it is that's why we have to embrace it because it's lifetime magic you know i think that is what makes it it's all these things that make it the best movie ever it's just the truth you need it um they write in the paper they start to make these really cruel parallels which is this was all real yep you know they write in the paper that she's from cobden um which they still do wendy yeah. williams still is like oh yeah uh, she's from crenshaw she's it's the most insane thing it's like their their only point of reference would be like well if it's not beverly hills it's gotta be the hood yeah yeah and like there's so much more la than that especially like she grew up like in the valley sort of with her dad too right in the in the valley well he then he moved to mexico when, when she was pretty young so yeah to avoid oh was ta- she really young when that yeah happened? like a teenager oh, okay. um but yeah like it's mid city this is the it's weirdest not- part they were comparing the crime rates in compton to kensington palace right which I'm like isn't that just like the palace grounds but it's the outside yeah it'd be like comparing the crime rate to like Disneyland's parking lot right. like in Anaheim. Yeah, it's insane. Also, she doesn't live like she lived mid city. Like that's right, not exactly. Get it together, everybody. So he writes a letter and he wants to release it on the Royal website. He says if it's not released through them, he'll tweet it himself. Um, I'm gonna read this letter because we have it. It's it's pretty long, but can you I wanna read it? Oh gosh. Do I No, it's okay. Were you gonna say can you what? Oh no, this was a slip up. So we know from this movie that Royals don't have Twitter. They yeah. can't. So, like, there was no way that he was ever going to tweet this. I mean, I thought, like, maybe, uh, like, what is he threatening to set up a Twitter? <laughs> like, the one, like, you know, Prince Harry 0005. Yeah, exactly. Baby. Like, what was it going to be? It was so weird. But, uh, it says, since he was young, Prince Harry has been very aware of the warmth that has been extended to him by members of the public. He feels lucky to have so many people supporting him and knows what a fortunate and privileged life he leads. He also was aware that there's a significant curiosity. This is from royal.uk, by the way. Mm. Um, he's also aware that there's significant curiosity about his private life. He has never been comfortable with this, but he's tried to develop a thick skin about the level of media interest that comes with it. He has, uh, he has rarely taken formal action on the very regular publication of fictional stories that are written about him. And he has worked hard to develop a professional relationship with the media focused on his work and the issues he cares about. But this past week, he has seen a line crossed. His girlfriend, Meghan Markle, has been subject to a wave of abuse and harassment. Some of this has been very public. The smear on the front page of the national newspaper, the racial undertones of comment pieces, the outright sexism and racism of social media trolls. Troll. That's the second time, you guys. Uh in web article comments, Drink. some of it have been hidden from the public. The nightly legal battles to keep defamatory stories out of papers. Her mother having to struggle past photographers in order to get to her front door. The attempts of reporters and photographers to gain illegal entry to her home. And the calls to the police that followed the substantial bribes offered to the papers to her ex-boyfriend. The bombardment 
of nearly every friend, coworker, and loved one in her life. Prince Harry is worried about Miss Markle's safety and is deeply disappointed that he has not been able to protect her. It is not right that a few months into a relationship with him and Miss Markle should be subjected to such a storm. He knows that commentators will say this uh, is the price she has to pay. This is all part of the game. He strongly disagrees. This is not a game. This is her life and his. He's been asked for the statement to be issued in the hopes that those in the press who have been driving this story could pause and reflect before uh, further damage is done. He knows that it's unusual to issue a statement like this, but hopes that fair-minded people will understand why he's felt it necessary to speak publicly. So this is like, no one's done this before, basically, out of everything that they've gone through. Yeah. Um, And Prince Charles really doesn't want it to happen. But basically, they he says, like, do it or I will myself. Um, When Willa Cater Roloni asks her, what do you think about all of this? And she says, it's the most romantic thing I've ever read. Because she knows. She knows what this means for what this means for the boys, what this means for the crown, what this means for the whatever the firm, whatever they call it, the people that do the press. Like, this is him for the first time ever taking a stand more so than his father ever did like once we got those tapes with like him and camilla and all that stuff came out like right they did not make statements like this so he's saying like listen up first of all once the once the royals say something to the press and they say don't do this if you do this you're excommunicated yeah so nobody is letting their like news desk write anything remotely racist and prince will just point this out which like i thought this was a bit subtle the first time around but he basically would say like can't you see why he would want to protect her for the press right before it happens again yeah yeah and um you know that's of course a nod to his mother so megan sees this and she's furious right away which in real life that's not true so in real life um this was all fake this part was because she knew it was happening. So she, he, they, it was like a joint statement because that's one of the things that that the agency does right. for the crown. Like they make sure like everybody's on the same page. So they would never release a statement without having everybody on the same page. Like the queen had a look at it before it went out. Megan did. Megan's mom probably did just so that every single person involved in this knew this wasn't right. like, some surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Harry shows up to Megan's mom's place and she's like, you better bring one of those bodyguards in that room with her. Cause Megan's like, all right, she's, yeah, she's, she's having like a on. shit fit in this moment. Yeah. Um, and she's basically saying that like, this was part that I didn't really understand because like, it's weird. She says, I've spent the entire day and my, this whole time begging my nearest and dearest and my not so dearest to, um, turn the press away. Right. She said, they've turned down money and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and you go ahead and you announce this yourself. And I'm thinking like, well, like, are you mad that they didn't get to do it? Like, who else would have announced this? I think she was saying like, like you just carelessly, like you didn't even think about me in this. Okay. Like I'm making these statements. I'm putting pressures on my family. And you were like, eh, fuck it today. I'm gonna make a statement. Okay. And she was like, what the fuck? But okay. also we know that this is like alluding to the fact that her siblings and her dad or half sibling, whatever. Yeah. were like offered lots of money immediately knowing that these people could use the money. Sure. And so sure. she, and that's what, it, that's what weirded me out about the dialogue a little bit. Cause it almost sounded like you denied my family an opportunity to cash in on this and i was like i know she wouldn't say that no so why I wasn't think it this was tidied like, up a little bit more like yeah. see like the dialogue around that should have been tidied up a little bit more because this is a pretty like deliberate thing they're trying to say here right. and it's a little bit messy yeah um i do have to say that like i felt i feel bad for her dad i don't know why yeah i think that like he was really embarrassed by the way that everything panned out it we remember we were talking before about like um so the dad i think thought he was doing something for a little bit of cash 
and thought it would be cute and funny and kitschy. He yeah. didn't get what it was going to be like. The sister is the person that she's the transaction went through and the money went through. Okay. And she's the one that started this whole book deal thing. Okay. So I think it was, a, these were dad jokes. So the sister was like, yo, dad, they're going to pay us a fuck ton of money and you're going to take pictures. And he was like, oh, if I'm going to be in a paparazzi shot, I'm going to go read a book that's like royals for dummies. And like, right. he thought he was making dad jokes thinking like everybody would be in on this. Right. His sister is selling it as a story. Like, look at this lonely dad. He doesn't even know what's going on. And it turned into this crazy narrative that I think he wanted no part of. I think he was deeply like sorry. Yeah. Or because he, there was a lot brought up about the fact that he could not he could not be the breadwinner for the family and he could not help at some point and right because of taxes he moved to mexico or it was like go to jail so this also was like another strike against that like the one time you could have done something and just been a dad now everyone knows where he is too i'm like yeah. good luck with those taxes buddy yeah are they gonna help him with the taxes i'm sure they like the royals probably like pay everybody has like good credit they straight like straight teeth. good credit yeah <laughs> straight teeth good credit like they're all doing good yeah like, clean colon yeah yeah i will say though uh megan's sister seems like a fucking snake oh sister and like there's a stepbrother i think too that's like yeah also, he's, like he's problematic those kids uh, yeah they gotta go so um megan's flipping out her brother was arrested she basically says to him like my brother was arrested for holding a gun to someone's head my his girlfriend's head my sister uh my dad's in mexico for a tax lien uh my sister's trying to sell a book about what an uptight bitch i am and harry's like She's like, my life is a soap opera. And he's like, you want to talk about soap operas? Look at my right. family. And it's like, Harry, this is not helpful right now. Every time. This is still not helpful. Like we, we know who your family is. Um, so Megan's mom, uh, makes him watch, makes her watch Diana's funeral. Yeah. Uh, this is hard to watch. Oh God. It's gut wrenching. Like I said, I've never seen this. So I don't know how much of this is real, but it looks real. And it, that's just, I think it was the real footage. Yeah. It's horrific. Um, and she's basically saying like they made him walk by this casket and like people took paparazzi photos of the worst woman in his life. Mm -hmm. And like that's how his mom died is the paparazzi chased her down. And like what happened when she died? Like they were taking pictures of her dead body. And then him looking like having to walk behind it and not cry and having that papered all over. Like there was no remorse or thought or anything went into it. It was just the picture. No. Uh, and he's like, she say like he wants to protect you from that. Right. And, like this is the first time in his life he's ever taken a stand. And she's like, and I broke up with him. Yeah. So I was like, you get your boy back. So, um, Harry's at a private airport about to take off. And, like they decide they're going to go get him. Uh, it's a great romantic comedy scene. They show up to the airport. Megan's like, you got to stop that plane. Harry, meanwhile, is like miserable. His phone's off. Right. They're like, where do you want to go? He's like, he anywhere like, oh, but here. Yeah. Um, so let's play uh, this. And I'm dating the Prince of Iran. We should all grab dinner sometime. I swear to you, Prince Harry is my boyfriend. Please, I just need to see him. No. Can you please at least just radio the... T- it is right there. Your Highness, we're clear for takeoff, but airport security is saying there's a woman here demanding to talk to you. She said to tell you, London Bridge is falling down. You know this woman? She looks familiar. Thank God. Isn't this a little dramatic? Told you I was living in the soap opera. I'm sorry. I freaked out a little. It's okay, you don't have to apologize. I want 
us to be equal partners in this. Yeah, I want that too. There's also this horrible secret part of me that also wants my Prince Charming to sweep me off my feet. I'm sorry, I'm sending mixed messages. I know it's got to be totally confusing for someone who is an actual real-life prince who happens to occasionally be charming. Now and again. Now and again. Occasionally. Mm -hmm. All I know for sure is how I feel about you. I love you. One of my favorite ways to watch Lifetime movies is on the Lifetime Movie Club, streaming 100 Lifetime movies anywhere, anytime. New movies are rotated in weekly, so you will never run out of new juicy movies to watch. Plus, listeners of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Just go to LifetimeMovieClub.com malls, and if you're still not convinced, let me tell you about this month's movies. We've got I Am Elizabeth Smart, which I believe was produced by Elizabeth Smart, has Skeet Ulrich in it, and it is beyond creepy. It really, if you ever thought you knew what happened to Elizabeth Smart, watch this because you didn't. Uh, Cocaine Godmother is on there. How could anyone not watch a movie called Cocaine Godmother? And Rules Too Late to Say Goodbye and Committed. Again, to get your free month of Lifetime Movie Club, go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S for the exclusive to us offer of one free month. This is where I was like, yeah, this is the best movie I've ever seen. See? Like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. I mean, it's so cheesy. And, like, it really hits the spot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm someone who I don't like on the off chance something's going to be sad. This is why this is perfect for me. It's yeah. because, like, Lifetime is too light, like, L-I-T-E, to, like, actually, like, make you... Like cry. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Wa- I've never seen the Notebook. I don't watch those kind of right, movies. Right? Like, oh, like that will hospitalize this, me. This is perfect. That my, I'm not lying. My heart was racing. I was like, what if she doesn't make it? She's gonna have to fly fly to London. That's a lot of right, money. Like right. are her miles together. <laughs> what if she can't get the flight the next day? Like, she's got to get to him. Right. Like, that was as intense as I needed to be for this story. Yeah. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. So we see um, they get on this plane and they go to France. Right. She wants to go to Paris. Yeah. He says, Where do you want to? go so um uh we see harry's alone at pippa's wedding was that in paris or was this a different was this like a I time jump this is a time jump okay and spoiler for this in real life she you can't bring a not like no ring whatever right right no ring no bring you can't bring them to the ceremony like in the church right but she was absolutely invited to the the whatever the party the, yeah, the reception yeah the so reception. this this is actually quite the like famous moment because this is where the woman wore um the pin that was the black uh it was like a black face basically right their version like of black face which yeah. happened at christmas yes so that was like at the palace like she rolled up to the palace with that for christmas so they kind of like did a little they, bit of a jumble yeah. here of like putting events together which is good because this makes for some good royal drama right and so um yeah, they're, uh, he's pissed. He's alone at the wedding and the two older women that are there, Kate asked him to dance. One is, one is wearing the, black uh, black th- yeah, yeah, the thing she says, he says it represents the imperial domination in Africa, right? Yeah. So, um, she says it's part of our history and, and one of them leans forward and says, like, if he wants to marry a, 
blank and like they ble- they bleeped out the word oh no i she called her like a it's like their version of they a tar ble- baby they bleeped out a word yeah it's like um because she mentions it again and she was like if he wants to go for like a roll in the bush with a bushwhacker it's like one of those like yeah horrible but af- like he slurs. did but like but no but there was another word that she that they bleeped out and i want to know what that word was because oh, it wasn't the n-word it? yeah it was oh no in they the- called her they called her they called her two things in that okay. one sentence because one got bleeped out. I know the I was probably still reeling from the fact that that woman was like, "I will not take it off. It's beautiful," and genuinely was like, "Yeah, this blackface pin. I love my." Whatever, she says, "I wear it okay, everywhere." Or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh hell! No. I was already like, I think I just went straight into like black panther mode like i was pissed. and do you i because i part of me does believe that obviously this was done intentionally to like cause some sort to like basically to cause a stir, stir and to like you know put her foot down and say this is where i stand on the side of this yes part of me is just also like she probably is just a racist old lady and wears this jewelry she's a racist old lady that found a piece that she was like oh i could bring this back out like i think she probably it was it was a statement but it wasn't right i think she's had that piece for years probably her mama has one right they all have them but she was like but i'm definitely gonna wear it to christmas because nothing says jesus's birthday like so you do think it was an intentional i think it was an intentional thing a lot of people were this old upper crusty British bullshit was really offended that Harry was doing this. They already thought they were yeah. like wild children. They thought Diana was like a commoner. They think Kate's a fucking commoner. So they were like, and a black. Yeah. Like, oh, these boys are out of control. Let me, you know, so this is their pure blood being like tarnished and they were pissed. And I mean, this if was people don't remember, way. like even when Harry, like Harry used to like blow raspberries at the paparazzi yeah. or whatever when he was a kid and people thought that was like bad. Oh, like, like he, you was know, that he was like, he had a demon his, inside of him. Yeah, because like, he was sticking his tongue out to yeah. Pop, it's inappropriate yes. you know and like sure you know sure by the manners of whatever sure but like it's also a kid being a kid you know which uh, is a fun point because now kate's daughter does the same thing and i think it's adorable yeah so i think that you know there is a change change is happening megan just not fast enough i love charlotte she's i uh, that's what i love about charlotte is she's a little bad girl yeah she doesn't give a fuck no charlotte is like did you ever see that video of her like attacking the balloons no they went to like some family like a day out and like there was like an arch of balloons and like charlotte goes straight for the balloons and starts trying to pop all of them and i just was like i love her like i love it showed like she has like a spirit they probably like they taught her to do that you know what i mean they taught her you could pop a balloon yeah you you do whatever you want and so um but more than that it's like you know she just doesn't know she's on camera now right. like she does you know and i liked that it was refreshing whereas i feel like when he was growing up he was so aware of being on camera i mean clearly we right. had even like during his mother's funeral he couldn't co- cry and had to walk yes that's so that is horrific i yeah. just i will never get over that so charles tells harry to go get megan um i love this scene. and for some reason camilla is so lovely in this movie i want to play um this whole clip here from 10815 to 11031 because we get to see Megan and Harry we get to see the kind of friendship blossoming between uh Megan and Kate which mm-hmm. is nice and then we also really get a glimpse of like Camilla's just treated like this war as opposed to like kind of like the old cow that we know her to be yeah you know um she's not viewed very favorably at all by Americans and I think in large in part because you know she caused Diana any sort of pain yeah and there was that whole like the sensationalization of like the their sex tapes coming out or whatever like right. the audio recordings of them being like gross. when was that 
Ooh. He said he wanted to be a tampon. Yeah. Yeah. He was, she was like, you can't, you naughty boy. You can't come with me. He was like, I will. I'll crawl in, in your, your trousers. Your, yeah. And she was like, Oh, like a tampon. He was like, yes, I'll be inside you. Like and a tampon. Yeah, he said like, a tampon. Yeah. They were like laughing. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't know. So but it just like, yeah. When but did that, that was, happen? Diana was late, not alive anymore. No, I don't think so. Like, yeah. Maybe right around the time, like late nineties. Yeah. Okay. It was like one of those things. So I, I gave this, gave her a second thought after this movie and yeah. read a little more. And I feel like sh- you have to consider the fact that they lost their mom. This right. baby was heartbroken. And there was a woman that really did love her dad and really felt slighted. The fact that yeah. they didn't get married. Like that, ep- that series, that season of the crown is going to be lit. Yeah. Because he wanted to marry her and she wanted to marry him and they couldn't make it work. Why couldn't they make it work? Was it just like a time? Was it like he was away for a year and then she got engaged to someone? Yeah, it was like, sort of it was like their timing was off and then he needed somebody and Diana was there and she was, had the right blood. And it was right. like they had already, this, this process had already started yeah and you know he was that would they were much more respectful of the queen's wishes so and it was also another distraction i feel like there was something else going on where they needed him to get with somebody immediately because like his uncle had killed somebody it was like something had happened sure so that started and once that started there was no way that they were ever going to be together so in her mind she lost like the person that she loved yeah he did too he didn't want to marry diana so yeah they're together now and I think they're older and seeing this baby cry over his mother. I think we never see that side of Camilla that I think that she, they probably really do love her. Yeah. Cause during the wedding, I remember like a lot of people were like, Oh, Kate's wearing her hat on the right side. Cause yeah. like Camilla kept trying to like talk to her a little bit and it seemed like Kate was ignoring her and Kate was wearing her, her fascinator, her hat for the wedding, like in a way that angled away from Camilla so that she couldn't see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were saying like, Oh, she has her hat on the right. So probably cause she doesn't want to talk to her. And there was this like whole narrative going oh, wow. on about how, you know, Oh, they must all hate Camilla to this day. And like, it just doesn't to see this. I'm like, this see, this makes more sense. This like, makes it seems sense. like this is a very put upon narrative at this point. Cause it's been so long. And it's not like Diana didn't move on herself and like right. have other, you know what I mean? Dodie Fayed. Yeah. I think that, I think that we never gave that a second look and that I have in based on Camilla, like she was smiling at the when she was joking. Like, I feel like this is much more the stepmother that kind of was an older. Also, she's not young and cool like Diana was. Right. She's like much more like. Their father's age, an right. older man. So I think that she probably was, Camilla's was an older man. Right. <laughs> it was a nice, you know, turn for them to have somebody that didn't feel like it was compete. They were that that person was competing to be their mom. right. There's not this like tension, right? Where they, and by like, the way, it's hot. not maintainable. To be right. honest, like that that to have like some sort of like tension constantly in that house would be it wouldn't be maintainable. Right. In any so way. I think I think this was their like nice Grammy mommy mummy yeah situation. I love the clothing and all this, by yes. the way, too. Like this is like this is a hard to rate narr- uh, Lifetime movie just in terms of like the wardrobe because everything. It, there's the music budget is better in this. Yes. Like the wardrobe budget, it seems. I mean, I really would like to know, like, comp, uh, comparatively, like where this falls. Because I think, I think this, even if they made this, like, even if they got like a costume designer that worked on this day and night, I think that there was no wiggle room here because at this point we've been Megan has been splashed on everything, and so has like Her- Her- Harry. And looking back at things, I feel like we can't 
go away from what we know to be true. Yeah. So they had to at least keep it along the same line. So her her dresses had to be as chic as something she would really wear. Yeah. And suits had to be as crisp as something he would really wear. And now we're bringing in Camilla and we know that they're royal events. Like the fascinators have to be right. And like the br- the blouses and the brooches all have to be there. So I feel like they See, went yeah, the, I will say that the brooch, the little like the one that they use, the raises brooch in this, you know, like it looked a little dinky. It looked like incredible, incredibly dinky compared yeah. to the real one. Because the real one was like solid. Like no, it was the like real a one's big like, solid piece. Like, an artifact yeah and this looks like a little like christmas pin you'd get at macy's or yeah, something in those little boxes like yeah pin tiers yeah. yeah but uh anyway yeah the the this is kind of like a step above all lifetime movies yeah, in general just in terms of they did a really good job with the clothing here um okay let's play this scene it must have been so hard being a struggling actress in la <laughs> oh man um well i'll tell you when i first started auditioning i was so broke i couldn't even afford to fix my car so when my locks broke and then the clicker stopped working i literally had to climb into the front seat of my car via the trunk (laughs) every day for five months (laughs) my neighbors thought i was absolutely insane (laughs) so you and harry are getting quite serious then we're having fun i mean i don't want to overthink it California girls don't have to worry about the pressure of having kids like other people age 35. <laughs> 36, right? Hello. Stop. I'm just being real. Her biological clock is at 11.59. Come on, Megan. I need another drink. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Ella's my friend, but she can be this for back and front. What does that mean? You can look it up later. <laughs> Us commoners have to stick together. <laughs> oh, another round, please. Come on up, Your Highness. You know, all her talk about biological clocks makes me feel like I'm nothing but a baby machine. I know Will doesn't see me that way, but let's face it, my most important contribution to this country is my reproductive ability. It's bizarre. <laughs> one dirty martini, one virgin Collins. Thank, Thank you. You're not drinking? Like I said baby machine oh my god <laughs> my ladies in waiting don't even know the firm insists on rolling these things out in just the right way <laughs> it's number three to number three yeah. <laughs> Carrie will be so thrilled <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes of everything that's been done to you too have they told you who you can marry you should have been able to be together from the start but then you wouldn't exist, and the world would be a far less wonderful place. Okay. So sweet. I we wanna, like her. I want to be your Tampax. Yeah, you want to be. Now you get it. Now you yeah. see the appeal of wanting to be your Tampax. So yeah. this is a very interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff here. One is just Megan's like Americanisms at the yeah, table, like clicker. clicker and like you know, kind of like scrappy broke actress. The they call it the boot. Like, oh there, yeah, yeah, they're probably sitting there like, what is this girl talking about? Yeah. Um, and it is weird too when I talk when I talk to someone from like Australia or even London where it's just like there is like a loss in translation yes. thing. There really is. It's weird because yeah. you wouldn't one because we know about each other's cultures from television and film so well. Right. But two, just because you're like, well, we're all speaking English. Like, no, there's really are some differences. Um, 
Megan and Harry wake up the next morning um, and she feels this like pressure now. Mm-hmm. She has to get going. It's, it's all swirling in her head, even though Kate said, don't worry about it. Kate is knocking these babies out. And like, it is true. She's yeah. 36 years old. Like at 36, you know, you you're yeah. aware. Yeah. You know, um, and she basically wakes up and she's like, we have to get started on kids if we want to have some. And um, we cut to them eating. They're eating. She's eating avocado toast and she yeah. offers him some. And he's just like, Ugh, that looks like disgusting, right. which LOL. Um, she tells Harry she wants a kids. She wants to have kids and a career. So we're flashing back to that. That first thing in the makeup room where they're trying to say, like, can you have it all? No, you can't. Um and she's like saying basically, you know, this isn't the way your world works. Like, look at your, you know, sister-in-law. Look at the way that your family has lived. Um, your mom got to have a career after you guys were raised a little bit, but that wasn't necessarily true. I mean, Diana had to leave the house in order for her to have any sort of, they weren't like exactly older kids when she started her charity work back No, up. they were little. Yeah. He yeah. was like six or something, yeah. like when she was full blown, like out there all the yeah. time. So, um, the conversation seems to spook him. And part of me was like, oh, he's about to go get the ring. Like, that's what he's doing with his day to day. Yeah. Because yeah, he was like, got to go by. And I was like, he's going to surprise her with the ring for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. he's basically just like, now's not the time. Yeah. And, and that's what he kept saying. He's like, can we, we I don't want to do this right now. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I will say that, like, that is such that's such a guy thing. Do you know what I mean? Like. That is such like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go for a little bit, you know, or just like, I need time alone. And like, when a guy says that it is, it's, it's truly harrowing. Like as the girl, like when a guy is just like, I gotta go, it's like, for what? We're not done. Yeah. We're not done. Such like, like what I'm going to be thinking about this all day. Like, how how are you going to go? Yeah. And having a life. (laughs) Exactly. I can't even move. I literally will be sitting here in this exact. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be right here with the avocado toast. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so Kate and Megan are having a chat. Uh, they think that Harry's freaked out because the anniversary of the mom's death is coming up and Will is able to explain, uh, to them that like, this has always been hard for Harry, especially because they never really got to say goodbye. Um, they got to talk on the phone, um, like earlier in that day or something, but they were playing in the yard and were basically like, Oh, what? Like, yeah, yeah like, okay, bye, mom. You yeah. know, like doing that thing that kids do because you yeah. never expect that you're never going to see your mom again, which is to say, like, you know, sort of a safety that you have as a child, like even in an escalated scenario like this, where I'm sh- sure that they were aware the danger could happen at any time. Yeah. Um, they really were just kids, you yeah. know? And I'm sure their mother loved them enough to feel like they were, she was calling every five minutes. Yeah. Like, but this is our one time to play before we have to like go have some like bullshit dinner. We want to go like get our clothes dirty and like while out. Do you know anyone this has ever happened to? Like I didn't really get to say goodbye, like the right way sort of thing. I can't think of off the top of my head. I had a friend whose dad died and they had been like, she was like a teenager and she'd been like, I was like shitty. Like she was like, I had been in a shitty mood and like we weren't, not talking but we weren't like talking right and like he never came home and Ugh. and like she it still like haunts her to this day yeah and it's hard because like you just have to remember like if you were a parent you know what i mean like it's like nothing to compare it to it's not like me saying i'm being a ginger versus growing up half black Correct. but like but like when wags is shitty to me like i know he loves me still yeah do you know what i mean like i know if i never came home it would affect him more than like when he bit me because he thought i was trying to <laughs> steal his treats right you know 
but like it is it's tough because like i think as a parent you have to kind of soldier forward always knowing like even if your kid was just a brat or whatever like they love you right um and so like their association with it isn't necessarily what she was thinking of when she passed but i can't imagine that guilt that you would carry like as a kid yeah. And it would actually make sense is a lot of the acting out and stuff like that that they, they went through, or especially Harry went through, um, in his like twenties, just like the acting out that they all did. And also remembering that every fucking year and having it splash on, like there's no deny, like Botswana literally right. is the only place that you probably could get some peace. And even then there's still like your mother was such a great woman. Uh, exactly. So it's like, you can't get a break from this. There's never a full break. No, and that's really, that's tough to think about. Yeah. It really is. And so we do learn that the 20th anniversary of all this is coming up too, yeah. which that means it was like last year or something. Right. Yeah. Cause it was yeah. 2000. It was 1998. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, um, they basically say like, you know, the best way to get him out of here just to distract him. So they're in Africa working on, I guess, building homes or something. He's building something with cinder blocks yeah. and, um, keep him busy. And the tour guard, tour guide behind, uh, them who's working with Megan is basically explaining like Harry has done more for this country than anyone else. And like, you know, besides his mother who like did, you know, did amazing stuff. Like when she walked through the minefield, I guess, Diana Prince, uh, like famously did this PR stunt where mine, minefields were like basically the biggest thing that we're going on right now. They're trying to bring awareness to landmines, right? Right. And so she walked through, um, a minefield to show kind of like the danger that was going on there. Right. And, um, I, you know, I could see that bringing awareness or whatever. Sure. Um, so, um, and like this is what these children have to go through every day. And yeah. like, this isn't fair. Like, it shouldn't matter more that it's me versus a child doing sure, it. So, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But then we learn. Um, so the Megan and Harry are playing soccer with a bunch of kids. Yeah. Great. Um, and then there's a young girl that wants to meet Harry. She's really is just like a young girl. She, I mean, I would say maybe no older than like 14 or something. Yeah. She watches her two brothers. Um, and she asks, he asks where their parents are. And she says, uh, the, the guide lady says that she, no, she raises the two kids by herself. Her parents died from the epidemic. I'm assuming that means AIDS, yeah. right? Um, and, um, you know, Harry tells her, like, I'm not going to forget about you. So it's kind of waiting for a follow up on that, like yeah. where he recognized it didn't forget about her. But sure. I know they invited somebody to the wedding from Botswana. I don't they know. They did. Was. Yeah. I wish it was that little girl. I think it. I'm not sure. I think it was the woman, though. Probably. But, yeah. I think because I remember them being like she was. No, there's the no way there was. It was the woman. It was right. just it was <laughs> or the little girl. It was just. Yeah. Um. So Megan and Harry are resting in bed. Um, let's play this breakdown because this is pretty important. It's 118.35 to 121.28. This is like a big sort of uh, reveal. Do you want to talk about it? Talk about what? The little girl at Sintibale. What is that to say? Lost so much, so young. And I'm doing what I can to make that situation better. Talking about it doesn't help anything. It's it's not going to bring our parents back. But it's okay to feel sad about it. Especially at this time of year. <laughs> what is this? You don't need to be strong with me. 
I know that your family is supposed to represent the strength and dignity of an entire nation, but that is a lot to carry for a 12-year-old boy who's just lost... Okay, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> the 20th anniversary is coming up. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, so what? So talk to me. Tell me about her. I would love to know more about your mother. You want to know about the real Diana? Yes. Just like everyone else? Not like everyone else. Well, she wasn't a saint, I'll tell you that. No matter what that lady at Centibale wants to think. She told me what the name means, Centibale. Forget me not. The charity that you started to honor your mother, her bravery, her indomitable spirit. But walking through those minefields was a bloody PR stunt, for God's sake. She laughed about it later, said she was probably the safest person in Angola that day. Everyone wants her to be this bloody angel, and she played that up for the cameras, but, but in real life, she, she, was, she was complicated and sad. And she could be difficult and funny. She had a wicked sense of humor. And, and then she was gone. Wow. <laughs> you really have been on a TV show for seven years. You know what, I'm not going to let you pull me into a fight. I know what this is. Yeah? Yeah, you want me to get all emotional about it? Yeah, you want me to bear my soul? Well, guess what? You're an actress. Not my damn therapist. I know all about those. quite a uh i mean i would say that if i hadn't sort of been graced by people recently telling me that diana was a little bit of a kook right like i would be completely confused by this scene yeah it was a little even still when he said that thing about the minefield i was like oh but that, like i never would have thought that aspect like say that diana like party with michael jackson i'd be like oh okay that sounds fun right but like and this even like, then i assumed she was like a perfect lady like meanwhile right. like of course like diana was out like doing blow yeah and, no like, getting partying it yeah. up. of course like she had and like why would my naive self like ever not believe that she they would let a princess walk through a fucking minefield like oh. oh yeah thinking about that now yeah they were like everything was probably all staged right but right hearing it like that i was like oh. hearing it like that was rough pearls and clutching also just like you know to kind of talk about like her mood you yeah. know like because for as far as everyone was concerned like she was really this saint yeah. of like you know maybe the the patron saint of like the unheard basically yeah. you know she was the first person to like come out and touch a child with aids like without yeah. like without fear like that was a really big thing at the time was that like people just did not touch children with aids right like, they didn't know how it was spreading didn't know what was going on yeah. yeah and it was like a almost like a bad message to say like you can do this you know but she was the person who stood out and did all of that. So to hear him kind of comment more on her personality and be like, she was difficult and she had, you know, some strange sides to her. I mean, so doesn't everyone, yeah. right? So it must've been something kind of remarkable to feel that this needs meeting, uh, needs addressing, needs addressing yeah. because like, 
uh, you know, basically who isn't. Right. You it's know? like, oh, she could be a bitch sometimes. Like, she's not like stepping on like puppies. Like, she just. No, but I mean, like, it must have been worse than we think because, and we can, one can assume that this is true of anyone, that they have many shades. You know what I mean? Someone might be a great person, but then they also have a dark side or they also have this or they have that. But overall, they're a great person. No, I think he was making a point to say, like, she was a lot more complicated than than people remember her as being. And like, you should, like, I want you to know that. Like, it's not just like the good stuff that I miss. It's like the whole thing. And that is what for me would have been confusing if I hadn't been more recently aware of some of her personality flaws. Like I'd be weirded out watching this. I can't imagine. No, I can't imagine watching this without having heard that and being able to make sense. So of like if you're one did. of the people that have like commemorative die plates on your, I would have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I would be like, why is he being a dick? <laughs> like, you know, and I don't, and I mean, I guess part of me still feels like, okay, like you're going a little bit extreme, but I also don't know much yeah. about it. But I, I do wonder if behind closed doors, she could be a bit of a, a terror or something. Yeah, I'm sure. Like she was in a marriage that she hated and couldn't even express herself. Like, what did they give her? Like one room in her castle? Like right. where she could like maybe like paint a wall and like listen to like rock music. Like totally. other than that, she had to be like prim and proper and like followed by all these horrible guidelines with a guy that didn't love her either. It's not like he was so into her and she was like, I don't love you. He was like, you're not even my girlfriend. Like yeah. my real girlfriend still misses She's me. She's terribly anorexic yeah. too. Like she had a lot of stuff that she was dealing yeah. with at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked to learn that she had some sort of personality thing, especially yeah. based off of that, like rant, like mm-hmm. just to contextualize that, like she would have to have something a little bit extra wrong with her yeah. because one can also assume that Megan's mom, all of those things he just said about her, his own mom right. or, or true of her mom. Yeah. Too, Megan could know? have been like, yeah, my mom, you know, slapped me one time and she, she called me a little bitch. Or like, but whatever. for him to have to make that point, yeah. I'm like, it must have been bad. Yeah, I could see that. It must have been worse than any of us could have imagined. Um, so Megan wakes up in the morning and Harry's leaning over her and she's like, hi. And he's like, hi. She's like, haven't you slept? And he's like, no, I've just been laying here thinking. I don't need my life to be a perfect royal picture. I just need you. Will you marry me? She's like, yes. Um, so it's on, bitch. Uh, 123 and 53 to 126 And this is sort of like, the stuff that I guess you would have to go through if mm-hmm. you're about to marry a prince, which I don't know. I kind of feel like I would like this. It's kind of interesting. It's like um job training. It like is. where they're it's like, like hi, training. welcome to the job. Here's your packet. Here's your information. Here's where you can get snacks. Like, And this is like a heads up too, is that like, you know, this is before she even is able to accept the proposal actually now yeah. we know now that she's going to be in Duchess training for two years, Yeah, which I wonder what that's all about. Probably like how to properly shake a hand because, you know, that country still believes in a lot of these things. So she can't break from tradition. So she probably has to know like how to curtsy. Who does she curtsy to? What? Yeah. She breaks tradition. It's on the front page of the paper. Yeah. The fact that she didn't want fruit cake as her wedding cake was like a headline. Right. You know? Yeah. No. The fact that she accepted her own coat of arms or whatever was like a big deal. Yeah. All of it was also a big deal. Did you see the queen has a picture of them? Like one of their like engagement photos that nobody's seen like in her little like sitting room. And it's an adorable picture of the two of them. I haven't seen that. It's like, where did you see the queen sitting room? Um, they were interviewing her for something when the past week and somebody zoomed in and on the like on her little like 
dresser area with like everything else. There's like a new picture of them that we haven't seen. That's really cute. Yeah. That's cute. I mean, I'm glad. Grandma. She's a grandma. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, there was that famous video of like Prince Charles when he was just a little boy, like running out to see her after she had returned from something. And he goes to like clobber her with a hug and she just shakes his hand. And it was a very sad depiction of like what being a child in that atmosphere must be yeah. like. Because like to, you know, be excited to see your mom. And then that's also why I think Diana was like a lovely, refreshing thing is because she did do those things with the mm-hmm. boys that seemed maternal and like just like a, a natural mom. Right. Whereas like, you know, Charles grew up hugging his mother. Hello. Like it's just, or shaking Shake her, her hand. hand. Yeah. Like, the very queen. Strange. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's play this clip. The official engagement announcement won't be for a few more weeks, which gives us a little time to ramp up and sort PR. In the meantime, I need to know everything. Everything? Everything. All the skeletons in your closet. If I don't know about them, I can't help. There's not much to tell, really. Let's start with your sister. She recently sold a tell-all book proposal called My Sister, the pushy princess in all fairness i can be pushy and your half-brother in oregon a domestic incident with a handgun the charges were dropped if it helps it doesn't your father hiding out in mexico that's wonderful okay i could do with less sarcasm i'm not being sarcastic i wish the rest of your family would follow his lead and keep a low profile now what about your ex-husband we're on good terms although He just sold a TV show about a guy whose ex-wife marries into the royal family. Anything else? Drunken flings? uh, Experimentation at uni? No, no, no. That's good then. Very well. We've timed the engagement announcement to coincide with the favorable article and cover of Vanity Fair. I happen to have the proofs right here. Really, Macy? I think they're quite flattering. They've airbrushed out my freckles. Mm. That's common. I'm not okay with that. It needs to be the real me or not at all. Our relationship with this publication is extremely important. I'm not going to dictate terms. Well, then I will. This is just very important to me. I'll speak to them. Thank you. Like I said, pushy. Mm, Indeed. I think your sister's book is going to do rather well. (laughs) I do love that line. This is one of my favorite lines. Uh, when Harry is telling his dad that he's going to move to Toronto, he's like, well, Canada's one thing. Mother's on the currency there. But Los mm-hmm. Angeles, he moved to Los Angeles for her. First of all, I love that, like, yes, Queen Elizabeth is on the money. So, like, right. this doesn't bring back this, like, question about the guy in uh, Being the like bar. Your mom can kiss, kiss my ass. Grandma, like, yeah. It's like, oh, she obviously has some sort of, like, weight over in Canada. So, like, why would you? It's so weird that was to say, disturbing. like, your grandma can kiss my ass. <laughs> That like I don't care what somebody's ground like. Dude, you're at a bar on Halloween. Yeah, and you're talking about his gra- like, like where are your <laughs> you friends? Like Where's your mom? Like, I mean, like if someone said that to me in real life, I guess I'd just like laugh because I'd be like, that's so absurd. But imagine being the person with somebody. So I want oh, you to imagine yeah. going to the bar with your friend and be- okay. hearing your friend tell somebody that their grandma can kiss. I mean, that would be a real moment where I'd be like, I guess I didn't really know who Dave was. Right. Yeah, I guess Dave's I thought a Dave was one bit person. of a ageist asshole 
Uh, your grandmother could kiss my ass. Mm, mm, mm. What a strange thing to say. Also, I heard you were in the co-pilot seat making like pew pew noises, <laughs> like fucking on solo. Like, also, okay, so you you mentioned this before about like uh everybody having like Let's an just go angle. back and drag this guy. Right, out. I hate. Sean or whatever his name is. Um, you mentioned this before about like everybody like having a story and we've seen that like, especially in LA, like anything Megan does has become like the one friend that she like signed her yearbook. Oh, come here, baby. Yeah. The one friend that she signed her yearbook, like that person now gets like a news piece run on them and like, so like everything they do, I saw the nicest. Sorry, I have to pick up Wags. Wags I know. I love Wags loves Blair, you guys. Um, it's like to the extent that she can pick him up, which is. At the end, I'll, no one is allowed to do I'll that. I'll make him mad. Um, but so I heard this wonderful thing the day of the wedding. Another reason to cry. Um, one of the cadets that was serving with Harry, um, he said that there was like, um, because everybody was joining forces to like fight the war, that there were like, there was like a group from Italy, a group from Germany, the UK group, and he didn't know Harry that well. Yeah. And, uh, I guess he was out and in his like, platoon i don't know what the fuck it's called sure it was fine for him to be out but like to the italians or to the german whoever it was like not okay and like their commander was like you're a sissy and kind of like had everybody like gang up on him like circle around him like prison style oh, you mean out as gay out as oh, gay okay and he was like you have to understand where ta- like whatever the term is for riding in a tank yeah he's like when you ride in a tank with somebody you get to know like this position very well so he was like so me and harry like knew each other well but yeah. we weren't friends and he was like, he jumped in and was like, hold up. What is this? Y'all jumping people now? Like, is, that, is this what we're doing in this service? Yeah. And like saved him. He was like, and I will never forget that. He was like, because I 100% was going to get my ass beat. Yeah. And so I was like, see, he didn't have to do shit like that. Like, I feel like it's like, it's very easy to be like a royal douche. And yeah. like the fact that he did this and it wasn't press. It's press now. Right. But it would have been great press like 10 years ago or however long, like seven years or five years ago, whatever. And well, but, he never even said it. It was no. this guy coming to the press and saying, yeah. you know, he stood up for me. Like, yeah. this is what he did. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, Harry's like a renegade, I guess, in all senses in that way, like where he, you know, whether it be he shows up in a Nazi costume or he's literally just, you know what I mean? Like, I think he does what he wants in a nice way. Like, oh God, I mean, you know, costume. not saying that the Nazi costume was nice, but he does what, what he wants. What is it with people over there doing this? Like, I watched like Great British Bake Off and like yeah. one of the judges did the same thing. Like, what the did fuck is what? wrong? Showed up as a Nazi? Yes. No. Like to like on the show? No. Oh. No, but to like a party with his friend. I don't know. Which what it, the it, fuck the is other wrong weird with them? Thing too is that like you know the British, from my understanding, were pretty like instrumental in helping take the Nazis yes. down. Yes. So hilarious. It's odd that like. It's odd that he would find room for humor about that. I, I guess they could look at us and be like, what's up with y'all in this blackface thing? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. And it's Well, here's the like- thing is that like, it's, I mean, actually now our president's a little bit different, but I would say that like, you know, it's not like, you could say that if it was like Chelsea Clinton leaving the house in blackface. Right. Like, what's with that? But there's the- no, there's no direct core. We don't do anything like that. Right. Like on the reg. No. Like, I don't think you would see one of our, like kind of our, whatever our version of nobility is yeah. coming out. Uh, you wouldn't see a Kardashian coming out in a Nazi uniform. No. That's our version of nobility, I guess. Mm. Hey, at this point. So we'll close we can get. Yeah. By the way, like not to say that like I was surprised, but I, I was a little, well, I was a little bummed out at how mean people were about Kim going to the white house, considering what she was going for. 
which is like, you know, a lot of people are like, it's not her place to speak on it. But I'm like, but no one else was. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people were trying to and she wasn't listening. And that's one of those pass the mic moments where I'm like, sure. She could have at least like had a plus one. Somebody that like knew she did. Reform. She had someone. She had someone she had with, her. with her. Yeah. I thought she went to talk about like a specific case and. She did. This okay. woman, Alice Johnson or whatever, this woman who was like a great grandmother and who's been yeah. locked up for, I think, like over 20 years. Yeah, it was a nonviolent years. charge. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she's Yeah. Um, but then, you know, today I wake up and it's like, I guess it was basically like not hurt at all. Yeah. Like that's what the news is today is like this. It was not a sticking point for Trump at all. And people yeah. were saying like, you know, yeah, he does the asshole thing. And of course he wants a celebrity to come by the Oval Office. Like, that's what this is about. Was Yeah, but was, that's like, play, you know, that's why a lot of people don't play into his invitations. The same thing right. he's doing with the Eagles now. Like, now he's like, oh, yeah, I disinvited them. And they're like, nah, bro. We kind of were like, we're not coming. It almost, I mean, it, it just makes him look worse, though, because it's like there's nothing easier that he can do than pick up the phone and be like, okay, yeah, she's free. Yeah. Like, just do it that day. That's a same-day decision. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, at least when he's doing his – when he's – if he is going to do pardons – to at least, like, you know, have someone say, like, this is the one that Kim Kardashian was here for. Usher <laughs> this right. one in. You know what I mean? Like, He's a trash person. Terrible. You know who's not a trash person? Harry. Harry. I like him. I like him a lot. So, um, Megan's hair and makeup guy, uh, brings his niece to set. She's so cute. She loves Megan. She's based, she's like, can you sign this? So she has the copy. What are you looking for? My phone. Sorry. Oh, uh, oh, she has the copy of Vanity Fair with her that Megan's on and the little, she signs it for the little girl and the little girl's like, can I tell my mom you're going to be a princess? And she's like, tell your mom everything. See, this is, this is, this is the reason why this wedding and everything is important and people like making a deal out of like the dress and shit like that. Like that's fine. Yeah, and dandy. Megan says to her hair guy, she's like, this girl's too young to be watching suits. He's like, he, she doesn't watch suits. She's she knows you're of, like, right. Yeah. Of who you are as a person. Like, and so that's why I was like, kind of like, it must be nice to live in a world where you think the most important thing that happened on this day was somebody wore like an ill fitting dress and had like a messy bun. Right. Like God bless how like, like wonderful your life is. And you don't see like, kind of the depth and the the ripple effect that this one event will have on totally. future generations of women and girls and women of color and people of color. Like my theory on the dress is this is that it was just ill fitting because honestly she probably lost a shit ton of weight the week of the wedding. Yeah. Like just like every other bride. Just also, probably fucking just so fucking she's nervous. not like a bandage dress like super huggy like booby like i just you know i thought it was fine yeah. i actually didn't notice until people said something yeah yeah um no with a veil that extra you don't need to do anything more Ugh, that veil told the story y'all. i know uh but he says to her like serious is going to change the way people see the world uh which is you know yeah yeah so Megan goes back to her place in Toronto and she tells Harry that she quit her job so that she'd go to London and be an example and make an impact on the world. And Harry's like, well, okay, well, you have to meet my grandmother. So they're on the way there. They're discussing sort of, first of all, Megan's studying for her British citizenship exam, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as the American thing where you kind of just have to have familiarity with all this, these years of history, except for them, I'm sure it's so much deeper. Um, on the way there, they're discussing that the queen has to get permission because he's the fifth in line for the crown. Um, and, um, he says he's gonna see this is, I don't love this. He goes, they're either gonna turn you away or choose to make history, which there's two things that there's a thing I like about this and a thing I don't. Yes, it's making history, but like, I wish almost in a way 
It was like, it didn't just come down to her making history. It's like, she's either going to like you or not like you. Like maybe she's just, maybe she's just approving of you not to make a change in history, but just cause she fucking likes you. I think that he's saying like, she's going to go against the grain. And I think that that's been like, no, I know that's what he's saying. I think, but I think that that was like a, an actual thing that there was like a moment where they were like, you know, she is 90 something years old. Right. She could be like, not in this house. And then we're fucked. Yeah. Like she literally could stop this wedding. And what do we do then? Like that, yeah. then we're like on Gilligan's Island. Like nobody knows what the fuck to do at this point. Yeah. I mean, I got it. I also was just like, at a certain point, I was like, I wish this was more romantic. This sounds like it's very brass tacks. You know what I mean? Like, She's either going to want to change things or not change things. Yes, and it's grandma. like, well, what if she just didn't fucking like Megan? You know what I mean? <laughs> but we know that that's like in this family that liking is not a thing. Like this is very much like a business yeah. deal. Like she's not sitting down for her. And I mean, well, we hear stories that like she I did, wonder if she ever liked like, Diana because I know that she didn't like Diana at, at all towards so the that's, end. So that's a perfect example. I think Diana was a suitable match. And I think that what he's saying is like Grammy's not going to pick you up and give you kisses. Camilla will clearly yeah. by this movie. But it's just much more of like, like you get your one shot with her. And if you like pick the teacup up wrong or she's like maybe not and it doesn't look good and all of her advisors are like yeah. this isn't it maybe she says no and this seemed like actually when they cut to this it was pretty informal like what, what it seemed like the conversation they were having like the corgis were running around and jumping up on the couch and it seemed like they were able to have like a pretty direct conversation yeah. considering how much i figured like i might as well be like going to confession you're talking through like a screen yeah you know that's what, what i mean so they said that like Harry, when they're like, their whatever engagement announcement day, that that was like, she's one of the few people that the corgis didn't like bark and snap at. Yeah. And that he was like, this is bullshit. He was like, I've been with these dogs for 30 something years and they bark and snap at me every time I see them. And she gets to like sit down. Yeah. He was like, I knew then my grandma was going to be like, she's cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, the whole conversation, like for, I mean, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Just like thinking about all the things that you have to do. Yes. And like things you can't do. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you can't move your hand at a 90 degree angle and you can't like uncross your legs and you have right. to wait till she, like there are rules in the castle. You can't go to sleep until she goes to sleep. Right. By castle rules. And, like, Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. But I mean, she's like 90. She goes to bed at like I was going to say like, yeah. Like- right. But that's like a thing. Like nobody can retire and go to bed until the queen. So yeah. like, if, like back in the day when like you'd have some like maniac king who wanted to party all night, everybody stays up. Oh, yeah. Everybody. It doesn't And like matter. she's also like she's born into this herself. So yeah. like, she, like talk about not knowing any differently. Yep. You know, she lived her life very rigid. Like she can't. I'm sure she doesn't make it, you know, like she didn't have even the experiences these boys did, no. you know, where they were able to go out and go to college or whatever yeah. and like kind of see, okay, that's how people act in the real world. And, and maybe okay. get treated like a normal person once. Like yeah. maybe Harry did get to go like to a liquor store in wherever in Italy and like nobody knew right. like who he was. Cause he had a hat on, like it was normal. She's never had that. Yeah. She's on the money. I wonder Canada. what she's all about. I don't know enough about her. Did you, you watch the crown and stuff? Do you no. know? Never no. seen the crown. No. Is it what it, is it a, like a mini series? Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's fictional. Okay. But then there's a documentary on Hulu. That's supposed to be really good. Cause they, the first thing that the queen says to Megan, she's like, are you involved with that show? The crown. Right. And Megan's like, no, she's like, why would they do that when you're alive? And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like, first of all, to think about your own mortality like yeah. that, you know, cause it's true. Like when you know, when you're Royal, you're going to be depicted yeah. forever and ever and ever. Yes. That's such a weird notion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even our own presidents, I think have been spared that. 
Yeah, because we remember like maybe 10 off the top of our head. Maybe like right. smart if you can name like 10 presidents off right. the top of your head. And like, they're just not like – they're not like – there's so many of them right. slash they're not – a lot of them weren't particularly impactful no. or they don't make it into like fictionalized they're stories. Not, yeah, they're not on the money in Canada. Right. Yeah. Like the Queen Mother. Oh, God. Um, so – I liked this a lot. Um, the queen asked Megan if she, um, if she like wants this life. Right. And Harry's like, yeah, of course we do. She's like, I'm asking Megan. Yeah. Let the lady speak. Um, Gingy. and she goes, you, she says, you know, we all, we didn't have a choice. She's like, I didn't, your, you know, your boyfriend here didn't have a choice. We haven't had a choice to grow up into this. She's like, but you do, right. you can choose to stay out of this and not have your life dragged out into the press or whatever else. And she says, I know if I do this, the entire world will scrutinize me. Every choice I ever make good and bad, my family, my heritage. I know that especially and that especially because of that, I will always have the responsibility of standing for something bigger than myself. And that's terrifying. But I also know that I love your grandson. So with all due respect, ma'am, I really don't think that I do have a choice. There you go. Bam. Um, so then the queen tells her I want, she wants to show her something. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Well, I like, as no a person of color, it's like your one like pinpoint reference that they give you. Like if you've ever done it, like, oh, there's somebody like has half black you know like a quarter i had well i don't really like i don't think we ever were forced to learn about the royals in school at any way like i can't think of where we would have learned about that but it's the same way where you like know thomas jefferson has like black kids out there it's like one of those things like you you just grow up knowing where the little drop of like african blood is in everybody's like history like so maybe you can explain this to me. So basically, wait, the queen is, decides to show them a picture yes, of a royal uh, portrait. Charlotte. Yes. Um, and she basically says, this is always my favorite one of Charlotte because they didn't try to hide her African heritage. Right. Which I had, so wait, how was Charlotte part black? Who was, who was her, how was she? That I don't know the answer to. I just know that there, she was like, one sixteen. I mean, she wasn't. She was Af- or African. Yeah. Um. Don't know. I wonder if like was her did her mom get pregnant randomly or was there? Like, I mean, a- knowing how like strict and rigid they were, it was probably like her. Let's say like her father was royalty. Yeah. And then her mother was like probably a descendant of the queen. And then they got together and made a baby. Like it, there has to got be some- it. Yeah. Cause there was, a, I mean, she did it. She looked quite like Megan in the painting, yeah. to be honest. Like she looked fairly mixed. Um, and so the queen says to, Oh yes, you're of mixed race, Harry. So am I. <laughs> Many of her portraits tend to hide that, but this one is the most authentic, much like you. So we see them, the famous uh, proposal scene over the roast chicken, in the little cottage on the land. Um, then we're just going to play this last bit um, before we go into our scale. Uh, this is 136.19 to 136.45. Oh, it gets real. Very interesting announcement by the Queen. Good afternoon. My first order of business is to announce that my grandson, His Royal Highness Prince Henry of Wales, will be marrying a divorced... African-American lady. Everybody on board? Lovely. Okay, like, I liked the idea that the queen, like, came down and, like, laid it down like that. Yeah. Do we think that's how it was done? 
Uh, no, I think that she, I don't think the queen speaks to people. I feel like she has somebody that comes down and is like, look, you guys, the queen's down with this. We're down with this. Yeah. Anybody that isn't down with this is going to be removed. To think about her addressing people is very strange. Yeah. I mean, I guess it has to happen. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm sorry. I found the picture on the queen's table. Oh, of Charlotte. Oh, okay. Of the, no, Charlotte is mixed. She's Portuguese, but I was saying that the queen, cause, in this scene, she seems to like, this is her taking she a She seems stand. very endeared to Megan. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. what I think she likes. I'm sure, imagine it has to be refreshing. And it's the reason why like super big celebrities get with like regular normally normies or whatever. Yeah. Because it has to be refreshing for somebody who is poised and proper as Megan to meet the queen, but also know that she, they're breaking rules by even being together. So it's like, Oh, right. This American is one over my grandson. Like, let me see what she's about. And she's like, I love your dogs. And she's not. Your Highness and like deep bowing and like shaking when she it's also her. very rare you meet a movie star that has this sort of grace to her. Yeah. You know, like the more I watch interviews of Megan, the more I'm like, oh, she doesn't even seem like she should have been a movie star because she's too she's, special. She's articulate and so like put together. Yeah. She's like she has her shit together. And I think that that's I find I think she's probably, worked in embassies before. Yeah. Like she Megan is like She's almost smart. too special for most of the stuff she's right. done. And I yeah. think that the queen probably, it's refreshing for her to meet somebody that wasn't like inbred royal. Right. And is just like, yes, your majesty. That or she's like, adulty American actress. Right. Who's like, you know, lovely, I'm sure. But like, you know, probably. Nothing's, not much is going on. Right. She, Megan feels like, she's like, oh, this will be a nice girl to have over for tea. Yeah. And she also has a nice thing about her too, where it's like, she knows she's special. She has a level of self-importance, Megan does, in a good way. Yeah. But she also... Is like she knows there's a bigger world than her. That's yeah. I think the the difference. But I, I don't mean mean to say like actresses are stupid. I just mean that they're very about them a right. lot of the times. Well, also you, when you're an actress, you are hyper self aware. Yeah, because you, you you're used to being on camera, so you're used to where your hand goes, where your hair goes, where your eyes go, where you. So you you approach but situations also unaware that way. at the same time. Like actresses do have the duality where they can be very like physically aware and very self-aware in certain ways, but also very unaware sometimes of how they make the people around them feel, and which I think Megan has like, she, she's aware that people around her are having normal human reactions to things. And I think that's, that's what helps her with people. Not everybody watching suits, because I think that's the letdown that actresses see when they, when they have a character or something that yeah. people know, they expect to meet that character. And they're like, yeah, no, that's not me. We have great writers. They give me my jokes and I'm not that funny in real life. And that's what starts the kind of like weird, like tango of like, where is this? Who is this person? Like, let me get to know that. Megan's a good representative from like a set, basically. Yeah. Like if you were to run her down to pretty much anywhere, I think she would fly. Which yep. is like, cool. You know, that's why I, I, I like her. I'm a real, this movie's turned me into a real stan. Yes. You're, you got the Markle Sparkle. So we are, uh, wrapped up with this lovely film. Um, do you want to show me this picture? Yes. Let me look see. It. Oh, stop yelling at everyone. Oh, that is really cute. It's on her like little like sitting table. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. She's got a lot of pictures of the boys right there. She's a good grandma. But Megan's the only like. But we don't like her, right? I don't know. Like, I find like she's like Mrs. Butterworth. Like, she's just like. She's a cartoon, basically. She really is. Yeah. She's a bit of a cartoon. All those memes that came out about her, like looking really grumpy on the wedding day, I thought were really funny. They were hilarious. She's 
90 and the queen like the right. fact she's even outside like you find me a 90 year old that's like going to a party for eight hours or like having like a right she's probably getting fucking here yeah but she was riding horses which i still think is that hilarious. is actually true that's very true yeah. is that like even like hugh hefner which is like such a bad example but right. like he hid his deafness for like a decade he couldn't hear basically anymore like you had to like like scream in his right ear his left ear he had no hearing right so like i don't think it's fun for her to be anywhere at this point aside from like having dinner and like with her corgis also her dogs are dying like it's really sad her dogs are dying yeah i didn't know that yeah it seems like she's must have had a fucking ton of corgis though because he's talking about these corgis like they've been around for 30 years and i'm like that no it's your corgi number 12 is around right now they probably first of all he probably doesn't even know they've been swapped out but nobody knows that but like also like you figure okay so he's 30 something like since he was a teenager these corgis probably been around for a long ass time yeah yeah he's and there's a pack of them like they're a thing how many are there like five oh i love that yeah i want a corgi they're adorable they're they're really fucking cute dogs yeah they're so cute they have back problems probably yeah i know they can't do certain things they can't jump and spinal issues yeah Yeah, that's the that's the rub on a corgi well i have to say i thoroughly enjoyed this film yay best lifetime movie do you want to check out the imdb really quick yes um, I'm so distraught that they took down um, the message boards. Those were really fun. Why for did me. they do that? Because like I don't know, they're haters. Like I don't know, like people were having too much fun or something. I don't know. But, why. Like I got most of my like cool facts. Well, that. they had like they ha- they still have the things that are like um, the bullshit trivia that people can submit. The trivia, yeah. But I liked like okay, so I like in- anthologies, like horror anthologies, and anytime I'd go find a bad one. I could go to the comments and people would be like, I watched this, this sucked. Here are four more movies that are better that are anthology. Right. Like, where, where am I going to get that at? Reddit, I guess. They have that stuff. What they don't, what the message boards were, were people being like, the actress that played, uh, you know, so and so is good on that wolf show, but she's not as good as she could be. Like, that's the, that's like yeah, the, the message comments boards. At the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I get my, that's where I get my information from. What they do have, uh, is still reviews, thankfully. Um, so let's, let me, let me read you a couple reviews. Um, they better be favorable. This was a 10 out of 10, surprisingly yes. good by SMD. <laughs> yes. Uh, this film was much better than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's really good for a TV movie. The actors who play Megan and Catherine look scarily like the real thing. All the actors do a great job of portraying their part. The acting is decent and it's a wonderful story. I love a good mushy love story. Parisa appreciation time. I know. Um, oh, this one has a warning spoilers on it. Let's see what this is. This is a two out of 10. Fluff and nonsense. This is by PM, PMN9. Some of the actors had good likenesses. The queen wasn't even close. The guy who played Harry had too narrow of a face. The story itself seems to have been written by some idealistic who knows little about the royal family. For one thing, no, there's no reason whatsoever that the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, Charles and Camilla, would be at Pippa Middleton's wedding, and much less... Princess Michael of Kent, the woman wearing the uh, Blackamoor brooch. The Blackmore brooch. The, yeah. yeah. Why is it written like Macklemore? Blackamore. B-L-A-C-K-A-M-O-R-E. I don't know. Maybe that's how. It's, I mean, that's how it's written. It sounds like fucking she wrote this review. It's the bitch with the brooch that wrote this. Aside review. from the fact that Prince William is married to Catherine, no one in the royal family is related to the Middletons. So why would they be at her sister's wedding? And didn't they all go to Pippa's wedding? 
I, and Megan so, went to the party. Probably. Suck a dick, you hate. And Charlotte of Mecklenburg Strzelitz. Oh my African right heritage was nine generations. Oh, so it's Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. So it's Charlotte. Okay. Her it was the least nine African heritage was least nine generations that are past. With a lot of Latin, mainly Portuguese and German ancestors in between. I'm not doubting that she had African heritage, but it was so far removed that to make it so much that to make so much of it suggests that her majesty would have accepted Miss Markle marrying into her family because of her fourth great grandmother's distant heritage is really overstating things. The queen is far more tolerant than people give her credit for. Oh. She reigns over the Commonwealth with several heads of state of color and treats them with respect and dignity. She doesn't talk down to anyone. And I know personally that I know that oh. personally from meeting her on a walk about 30 years ago. Mm. Well, tell that Corgi to 30 get the years fuck ago offline. they met. 30 years ago they First met of all, on a walk. This is this is what I was saying about people like criticizing the wedding. Like what a lovely world that you live in to think that yes just because she interacts with people of color regularly that she'd be so down to have them in their family i really hate to tell you that that is not a reality people can work next to like sandra and you know bet and have me down with it but the moment that their daughter or their son decides to marry then it becomes a problem and not like Oh, maybe like, let's think about this. Like an actual, like, I don't think we can do this. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, good for you, Corgi. Well, let's visit Joe Beth's mom, 1998, who gave this nine out of 10 stars and wrote almost like the real thing. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this even better than the one they did about William and Catherine. All the acting was well done. Taking a star off for the gratuitous sex scenes. I mean. They Look. were a little gratuitous. I, we needed that. I we know. needed that good love. <laughs> Give me that good ginger love. Guys, this is my favorite Lifetime movie I've ever seen. I know. And that's saying a lot because you two love this. I really thought that I, I didn't think I'd be like, uh, talking, like, I knew this. you would be 10 out of 10 with this. I knew I, it. I like it, but I didn't think I'd have to be reminding you that this is a Lifetime movie. Cause there was a couple of times where I was like, okay, but like the reason why that sucked is cause it's Lifetime. Though. I'm like, you no, know that, right? why didn't they make it the real thing? I'm with the 30 year friend of the queen right there. Yeah. The third, they met on a walk 30 years ago. Okay. He knows her fucking well. He knows her motivation. What is he a groundskeeper? Like, where the fuck was she walking? No, literally, I like honestly, it was probably one of those things where like the entire street and they wave. Yeah, and like maybe like she walked over it, but like he's telling like as if like as if. They interacting with anyone on the street for like three seconds is like proof that they are or are not racist. Yeah, like, like I saw Lena so Dunham odd. like drive through the Whole Foods parking lot. Like I know that it's she's a great good. girl. Okay, great. ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I'm taking two off because. So Blair, I know you wanted to undo your original last year. We. I asked you, same question I ask everyone: What's your favorite movie of all time? And last year, you think you said a Quentin Tarantino I movie. I did. Which, I mean, you're like, oh, I'm stuck with that. I have a true romance tattoo. But that's different. I don't associate him with that movie. Yeah, he just wrote up. I just associate Brad Pitt smoking out of a bear. That's hot. That's what I learned from that movie. Is that you could smoke out of a honey bear? Yeah, Gary Oldman is not a Jamaican. Yeah, he's not Jamaican. I had a full fight with Brian about that. He thought I was making that whole scene up. Really? He was like, there's no, he was like, what are you saying? Cause this is when the Oscars came out. And I was like, no, Gary Oldman, gold tooth, Jamaican. And he was like, what are, are, like eating Jamaican food? I was like, no, like them boy, don't you know? And he was like, there's no way that you're telling me this is happening. All right. And I was like, oh, Luke Passan, sit down, get ready. Yeah. And so I made him watch the scene and he was like, but there's, black person sitting next to him allowing this to happen yeah yeah it was a different time yeah it was a totally i love that movie so much totally different vibe um okay so your favorite movie as you poke the bear the literal bear over there um my favorite movie is 
Oh, there's too many. And you have a movie podcast now as well. Yeah. We should we should plug that right now. Fish Netflix. And um, it's all about fashion and film and how we identify and how we see ourselves in fashion and film because I'm the least fashionable person, but anything I have on at any given time is from like indirectly related to a movie because my mom and it's you picked some really good movies so far marie like marie has real marie is like chic as fuck is Is that your partner yeah is it marie lodi chic as fuck and she really like we both love like vhs films like yes like, like crazy ones so we really went to like moments that we could identify with and so yeah we're going from there and also people are like submitting their own that's great So like yeah yeah, because you've like haven't you've picked like I mean at least Jawbreaker was one that's like okay yeah like every right but like you most most of the movies you picked have been like oh okay yeah like, overboard was that. that surprised the shit out of me and over everything and overboard that Goldie Hawn wears is yeah. something Cardi B could wear today and I was oh, like this absolutely. is this is amazing wait so did they come out with the Overboard remake already yes and I saw it okay because I think Logan said he saw it but he didn't know Overboard was a remake which is like that's how young he is oh. but who was in the remake. Anna Ferris. And oh. it's a, the opposite. So a guy fall, a rich guy right. falls off a boat and she takes him in. Okay. Um, is it good? There are a lot of nods to the original. I just saw the original. So I, there were moments that I was like, this is okay. It is very problematic for me to see like a white woman pick up like, a you know, like. Oh, it was like a not white guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Like he's like, like Mexico's number one, like, oh, like richest okay. man in the like world. I don't know. Like he's like, very very wealthy yeah and so like he's from mexico and like his family is like i don't remember what they it's like so maybe in like meadow they're like hugely wealthy like the rockefellers okay and so like he falls off a boat and she's like now you're gonna be my- that's crazy too i i remember that movie being like one of the funniest fucking movies i've ever seen in my life no, like it's- when i was a kid you know yeah, it's sweet though yeah we picked it's a really ones. great movie we have another good one coming up marie picked um the Lost Boys, oh, that's which I, one. which one because male fashion is hard too. That's so, but yeah, there's so many good. The Goonies is moments. pretty iconic for guys too. Yeah, like all of the all of their outfits were. I mean, that's one of their, my favorite movie types. In that, like, it's you're wearing your whole, your outfit the same movie like the whole yeah. whole time. Yeah, which I love that because you're it, doing Romeo Michelle. You have to come on and do Romeo. That's Michelle. my favorite movie. Of yeah, all time. you have yeah, to do course. the fashion in that one. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite. That's like my favorite comedy probably. But uh, anyway, back to... Ooh, I was avoiding this. Yeah. My favorite movie is um, The First Charlie's Angels. Oh, okay. Okay, great. So on a scale of... By the way, like I feel like people are having like a resurgence of loving and missing those films. (laughs) I don't know. I've watched the second one twice this week. Really? It's on HBO all the time. I I feel like I I keep hearing about the Charlie's Angels movies. Good. I hope they make a third one. I hope so, too. Let's do it. So, um... Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, one being uh Charlie's Angels, uh, and ten being oh sorry, is it one to five? Yeah, one to five. One right? to five, yeah. Five being the most lifetimey and one being the most like a real movie. Right. Where where would you put this for acting? For acting, this is a two. We're on our way to real movie. I think so too. Yeah believability of the world and characters it's this is a new one for us oh i this is the believability is so on point that we're now like nitpicking like one i would say this is a two for me just because i would give it a three but i'll meet you in the middle on two i mean there was that lion king moment 
I guess so. I okay, just, two, three, two, two, three, I'll two, three. Two, there were lions. I'll do two. The, I'll do were two. no lions. There was no lions. You're right. That but also be- for me, it was more like just like the kind of like just the reality of like the set and like the you know who threw this shit off Steve and his unbelievable knowledge of his grandmother at the bar that makes it unbelievable. oh Steve oh yeah, yeah the drunk guy yeah fuck Steve yeah that makes this unbelievable oh, um. Creative use of words to avoid censorship. Um, honestly, this is, this yeah. was not great. I would say this is almost a four for me or something. And I know that that's most like, oh wait, this is actually hard. So they bleeped twice in this movie. I feel like mine wasn't bleeped. I'm going to go home and look. No, I there like- was def, I, 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 there's definitely a bleep. She does say like the, but the word she says is very short. Okay. And so I was like, I'm like, is she saying the fucking N word? Like, is she like going hard right now at this wedding? I feel like it wasn't bleeped in mine. I'm going to go find it. I, yeah, it was, I can find it if you want, but Mm -hmm. it was very, it was very weird. Um, but like, Norm, I'm talking about like the frickins of the world. Like the, oh, that was so stinking cool. Like, you know what I mean? That's the, that's normally the lifetime. They didn't really go there with that. We didn't, no, also I feel like all the other ones are like, nice ways to say somebody was murdered or like sex but they weren't creative so i feel like this is this i have to give it like a three or something because they fully fucking bleeped two words yeah you know that's like rare i understand her saying that but then doesn't that give them points because they were in the script so like bleep is like they really went there i mean if you want oh you're gonna pull this wave okay dialogue i for me this is a three the dialogue is was not the dialogue was sold by the acting. Dialogue was sold by the acting. I say two. I'm giving it a three. Wardrobe. This was the Wardrobe most like one. Real, it's yeah, the, this it's is amazing. the most like a real movie that Wardrobe, I've seen. Every, even the fucking extras. Like usually, I can catch a guy in the background in like an ill-fitting like whatever like right suit like where you're like oh that he literally went to like central casting and they didn't have anything they said aside. you have to come dressed right and he has on like kicks own. on and yeah. like an apple watch like he this was amazing yeah they did a really good job hair and makeup um they did a great job with hair and makeup Oof. too i'm gonna I give it a won. two i say one because that was like there were multiple wigs and wig pieces and like william's fake hair and i feel like parisa's a lot of hers was like a wig like i feel like this was good and it was some good wig action. i'm gonna give it a two it wasn't major mo- motion picture wig for close me. i just it saw the trailer close. for mama mia and, <laughs> and i'm looking mama mia is closer to a lifetime movie than like pretty much any <laughs> lifetime movie we watch for music this is a one for me oh there's no music they and licensed the par- music they got patsy klein oh they got yeah. You really are into Oh, I thought the music was distracting. I, I mean, it was good. Oh. Oh, uh, well, I mean, like, for a Lifetime movie, it wasn't, like, crazy sound-alikes where no. it was, like... No, not like that time where we heard Kesha, fake Kesha. Yeah, or, like, for a Lifetime movie, I mean, it was a little, it was score-heavy. It was... Okay, you know what? I'll give it a one, too, because there was a moment where you're like, is this Coldplay? Yeah. As opposed to them being like, this is the most pathetic attempt at Coldplay ever. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. All Warm right. play. Um, crying. There was no, no like big crying scene, nothing like that. They played it very, very real. I would say it was like a little overwrought on um Harry's part yeah. with like especially some of the stuff in Africa. It was just a little overwrought. Uh, the same thing with the screeching with the paparazzi at the door. Like, girl, you're from oh, LA. Yeah. And maybe and I'll give that a three. Suits, this was like, cause closer to a three. Like, there was a couple things where I was just like, this is a little. Somebody's opening your door. Like, yeah, get it on. Yeah, victimization of the female character. I mean, this was not that typical movie and that you know so like one. she's being chased but at the same time like a one 
Kate, I feel like, got it. I mean, they all kind of, like, had a moment. Kate could be a royal bitch. We don't know. She could. Uh, say, I mean, you don't think Megan was a victim of this in this movie at all? Nope. You want to give it a one? This is going to be the least lifetime movie of all time. Okay. Failure and or refusal to jump to the logical conclusion, which is, like, mm. It's hard because this doesn't have like one of those things where it's like clearly this your is also real life, so, right? Like you know, but there were so many unnecessary things to be explained where you're like, like when she was like, I don't understand what to do with this. He could have easily been like, Yo, this is what it's like to be part of the paparazzi machine. Let me sit down with you. And he's like, Well, my mom's dead too. So, right? Yeah. Like, like they couldn't. Their arguments were definitely like stilted, yeah, and not like an actual like conversation. Right. Right. So. Maybe like a two? Three. Okay. That irritated me a little bit. Dropped plot lines. Um, no. No, not really. I Diana's mean, I would, a lion. I would have liked to know more about her parents. But I mean, yeah. the where, well, where ultimately this movie came out, it was like this was basically up until that point. I bet they get a sequel. <laughs> you think so? I think they're going to do like a royal baby next. They're going to get so? Yeah, I think whatever happens next, they're going to get a they're going to do a sequel to this movie. Yeah, there was really no drop plot lines in this. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a 1 cuz they've kind of followed through on everything. Like our questions now are based more off the actual wedding itself, Yeah, you know. Um and then the font um was unremarkable. It was nothing to me. It was like You know what they didn't have a title card or anything. They didn't have those in between things or even the ones where it's like five days later or six yeah, no. everything was kind of just we had to like glean that like time has moved on and it's the really just changed. the title is what yeah. we're talking about. I don't about. even remember that. It was very like it was very like nineties Disney movie, just like kind of straightforward written like out. Um I mean honestly it's kind of like it's like let's just give it a two because it wasn't made special. So four, five, uh eight so it's the 11, best lifetime movie ever. 12, 14. What I'm hearing is numbers that like you'd pay to see this at like Arc Life. So it's 20. This is like our least, our yes. least ranked movie of all time. This I love is the closest to curve. a real movie of all time. I love this. And last I have time to be I liked with you, it was. Like yes. this is pretty much the closest yes. we've watched to like a legitimate film with real actors and act- well i like it's funny because i don't know anybody but her and i only know her because she's awesome on twitter everybody should follow her on twitter she's fucking amazing the actress that played yeah. megan she, what do you Parisa mean she's funny on twitter Fitz, yeah henley yeah wags is having his moment but yeah she's funny on twitter she's really active socially she's a lot like megan she knows her fans. She thanks them. When um Midnight Texas was like on the verge of getting canceled, she was like very honest about like why she would want it to continue and where she wanted to go. Like, I love her. I love her. She's amazing. This is a rated a 5.9 overall on IMDb. Well, William and Kate is just a five. So okay. all right. Yeah. So a six. Let's just round up. I wonder who played uh Camilla Lud- Luddington played uh Kate Winslet in the movie. And she yeah, she's not in this. She wasn't this. I mean, they should have just gotten the same one. Like, what the fuck is she doing? She was on Grey's Anatomy for a spell, but like, who cares about that? Oh, the but I think one of the people that worked on the Royal Show worked on this. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they wrote the script. Interesting. So, like, they were already doing that. Is such a good show, Annie. I love that show. It's so not made for American TV. Um, the actress who played Princess Diana was quite good, and I know her from something. I'm not really sure what. Hold Your on. dreams? Your yeah. lion dreams? No, she was on a show called Filthy Rich, which I don't know. Um, it seems like she's not that much of a working actress. She's done a couple things, but I, 
Doesn't she was seem- made for this. She was fantastic. Um, and I want to see who played Kate in this movie because she was quite good. That's herself. the girl from Royals. Okay. It's so weird to call her Catherine. That's not her name. Laura Mitchell is her name. That's a worse name than Catherine. She's very big on like the yeah she Cheesy. does she does Hallmark. I don't really like to talk about Hallmark guys. By the way, I know about the Jodie Sweet Hallmark movie, and I don't need you to talk to me about it. It doesn't mean anything to me. There's a we'll I don't talk fuck with Hallmark. I'm like kidding. I don't I get I get angry about I it. I see. I don't fuck with Hallmark. Like, stop talking about it to me. I've, I don't know. I think I watched one because there was a writer that I really liked that did a Hallmark movie. Yeah. And there are a couple people. It's possible. Wait, who does the Charlene Harris ones? Like the, the murder baker. Oh, the, the oh, is that what that lady's name is? Yeah. The one she did True Blood. Yeah. Oh, she did. Aurora Tea Garden. Those ones. Oh wait, so she wrote whoever did True Blood also wrote the Aurora like, Tea Garden the, Mystery Baker Murder. Wow, that is some dark <laughs> shit. I had no idea. Yeah. Um uh, my perfect romance is the Jodie Sweeten TV movie that just happened. Why is she so Jodie's on something called Strange Ones now, which oh, is wow. a new which is a new series. Wow, Jodie's fucking booking shit. Happy to hear that. Yeah. Well, Blair, thank you so much for being here. Everyone check out Fish Netflix. I am so happy that this was our second episode. And honestly, you know, I don't know if we peaked too early because we're never going to get better than this or it's just going to go downhill, which is what I think we all really like. I love that. Let's steamroll this shit like snowball this motherfucker. Let's get to the bottom. Yeah, I agree with you on that. This was a fantastic movie. I honestly really do recommend this as a watch to like anyone. Will I say, do I say watch this with your husband? No, probably not. But this is definitely like, this was a great night at home for me. I think you should watch this with everybody. I think you should watch it with your mom, with your husband, with your preacher, pastor, you rabbi. You invite the preacher over to watch it. Oh, I think you should watch this in church. I think when they have you like the like... You think you should watch it in yeah, church? Yeah, like when they have the like <laughs> overnight lock-ins, like okay. put this on. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's going to get the... Uh, I think you should watch it at your bachelorette in. party. That would be fun. Yeah, I think you should watch it on your birthday. Yeah. This One is of those my bachelorette parties where everyone's locked in the house for the weekend. Yeah. Ugh. God. That's, that's what this is. This is for this. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Sammy, thank you for producing the show as always. Thank well, you. I like thanks for not having a huge fucking meltdown. <laughs> All right. And Blair, you're the best. You guys, make sure you check out our Facebook group. Just look for 8 Inches Uncut. That's the type the mm. letter 8, spell out inches, and then write uncut. And on Facebook. Make sure you write that on Facebook. <laughs> Otherwise. Uh, and it'll come up. And we have a, quite the community over there. I also sometimes announce the movies a little bit early on there. So if you want to get ahead of the schedule, you can do that that way too. All right, you guys also make sure you're checking out the lifetime movie club, lifetime movie club.com slash malls. You get a month free. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Watch this movie. Thank you for listening to season three of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. 
Our show today was made possible by our coordinating producer, Nicole Matthew, as well as our producer, Sammy Junio. Much love to Christina Lopez for all of her help and Elizabeth Brozek for that killer logo. We love it when new listeners find our show, and the best way for that to happen is landing in the Apple Podcast Charts. You can help us out with that by making sure you're subscribed to the show, and if you want, leave a review. And if you really want to support the show, you can head to our Patreon, patreon.com slash M-M-I-S-W-P. For information on our ranking system, episode details, and social media, head to MotherMayIsleepWithPodcast.com. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under M-O-L-L-S, Malls. And if not there, on my couch, binging Lifetime movies. See you next time. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.